All right, ready? my dude. I'm ready to start whenever you are, bro. Three, two, one. <laughs> I'm number one today. What's up, everybody? It is. Let me check. Hold on. I got my watch on my other wrist this week. Oh, yeah. It's Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you keeping track at home, uh, we'll obviously drop this video sometime this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am Kevin Pillow at Voice of Reason 23. I get to say it first. Yes. Now, he is the Dark King. Uh, JR Kabakugan at also not JR Comics 42, mm-hmm. as you can see there on the bottom there. Um, yeah. and uh, well, as we drop this this week, uh, since it's not live and we're recording in the past, uh, why don't we go ahead and say it? May the fourth be with you. It mm. is Star Wars week, and I just had a conversation with my daughter explaining to her the importance of not just May 4th, but May 5th. Remember. For hardcore Star Wars fans, we have two Star Wars days this week. We have for the light, may the fourth be with you. And for the dark, like my buddy JR, Revenge of the Fifth. That's right. Cinco de Mayo, we're taking it back. The Sith <laughs> are taking it back. And uh, it is Star Wars week. Yep. And um, just, just to get it out there, I'm sure JR has it in the notes. If not, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. May the fourth. We get the Bad Batch on Disney+. Plus. If people are asking, like, why don't we get Loki until June 11th? Move over, Marvel. Star Wars gets its turn for yeah. a few weeks. So, JR, I know you're geeked for that. Yeah. It is the continuation of Rebels and the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm uh, I'm going to totally enjoy that. If we're not doing it, I'm just going to, like, probably give you small tidbits on it throughout the week, guys. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and just for everyone to notice, man, I'm going to have Kevin a little bit, just take a lead a little bit, man. I have been feeling down. I've been trying to do a cleanse or a caffeine cleanse where I'm just white for most of the day. And what's so that guy's if, name for, What's that guy's name from the Chappelle show? Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Ashy Larry? Yeah. No, yeah. You got some of that? You got some of the caffeine? Oh, yeah. Joe yeah, Rogan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm thinking. That's that's right. You guys, you got some of that rock star Joe Rogan. Oh my dude, I like. I'm trying to supplement it with like Gatorade because Gatorade has no caffeine in it. No, but, but it's, like, it's a good. It's a good combo. Yeah, it's good Pedialyte. Combo. Yeah, Pedialyte. I'm trying to probably make take some other pills right now, like vitamin D and all that to help me with just like energy. So anyway, so send your will wishes to Jr. He's he's uh-huh. feeling it. This hey, for someone who's gone through a, a soda cleanse about seven years ago. Uh, I know what he's going through and really and truly, you know, I've had some friends um, and just to get serious for a moment uh, to mm-hmm. sound like Lance Storm from the from the early 2000s. Uh, <laughs> if I can get serious for the for a moment, um, you know, I, I, it's the closest thing to me of going through a detox. And I, and I commend all those who are in AANA and, and whatnot that, that give it up, give up the hardcore stuff. But I gave up soda and I was I have a a friend of mine who who is recovering uh, um, recovering from narcotics, and uh, he he saw me. And he's like, uh, he pulled me aside. He's like, dude, what if you've been honest? Pepsi, dude, I've been I've been drinking a six pack of Pepsi every day, and I, I kicked it. I was just like, I, I I was miserable. So he's like, now you know what I went through, and I'm like, but he went through the hard stuff though. But yeah, it, it, Jr., I, I got your back right there, boy. Yeah, uh, I know what you're going through. It is, it is a tough task, but like it's whatever, it's cool. I'll, yeah. I'll I go through a cleanse every like three or four months because your boy works out and I take a lot of fucking pre workout. So that's and of course that's why it's uh, suns out, guns out on a Monday no. night. It's uh, hot, it's hot, bro. <laughs> it's like anyway, degrees. it is. 
Um, not to start things off on a somber note, uh, mm-hmm. I do want to get this uh, out of the way and no, no disrespect to John, but a iconic comic book legend passed away over the weekend. John mm-hmm. Paul Leon uh, passed away after a 14 year battle with cancer. Dude, <laughs> that is some superhero comic book level yep. battle right there. 14 okay. years, nearly two decades battling the, the the big casino and unfortunately he succumbed at the young age of 49 years old on saturday uh he was born on april 26 1972 so just a, a couple of uh a couple of days removed from his 49th birthday uh he passed away in the early mornings some will say it was probably late night this saturday but early mornings uh, of may 2nd so our condolences go out to him and, and his family He's remembered by his numerous contributions to DC and Marvel, one of which uh, was his career-defining Earth X with John Kruger uh, and Alex Ross. Of course, you can see yeah. a taste of uh, that. That's more of an Alex Ross cover yeah. right there, correct? Yeah, that's uh, Alex Ross cover. He, um, uh, John did the interiors, and his interior art was amazing, my guy. And if, for those of you who don't know, head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash you. When I posted the um, the tribute to him last night, I used his recent iconic foil cover of Detective Comics number nine ninety. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely brutally fantastic depiction of the Dark Knight with the bats and stuff like that. It's, it's a great cover, um, and just to tease a little bit about what we have coming up, we we said that today was going to be the best of April. That is going to be pushed in next week, and I can guarantee you, even though it did not come out in April. I, I got to imagine that Detective Comics 990 is probably going to end up in my list. If not, it, at least we'll get a mention. But uh, check it out. It's a great, uh, great little cover. He survived mm-hmm. by his wife and daughter. Again, our condolences go out to John Paul Leon. Um, and he, he goes way back. I mean, he started his career in D.C. in the early mm-hmm. 90s as a penciler. Yep. I mean, this guy is at 49. I mean, the guy started super young in the comic book industry and left us way, way too soon and, and, and did, uh, did a hell of a run uh, with yeah. the X-Men, Batman, um, and uh, uh, a handful of others from DC, oh, I yeah. know. Um, just recently, too, um, Jim Lee, he tweeted about him and just he displayed some interior art from uh, from a couple of his pages, man, from, a, uh, from John's pages. And it's like... Yeah, like you see the influences today where like he's influenced so many comic book, uh, comic book um, artists today. And it's it's definitely uh, it definitely sucks to lose a to, be, to lose a, a legend like this in the game. Man. And I feel uh, I feel like, you know, he just had so much more to give to because like he's he his artwork or his, his pencils and lines. Dude, it looks it looks very near, near, very on par, if not even at some point, certain points exceeding Jim Lee's stuff, man. It's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. dude. And, and, yeah. and this you could definitely tell that this guy grew up in the early 90s. Yeah. Sorry for those of you watching the YouTube channel. Uh, both of us are showing our age today. Um, I continue to struggle with my uh, pinched nerve. I had uh, acupuncture today. Uh, I think I have bought literally every ice pack that's available on uh, on Amazon. <laughs> nice. uh, which, by the way, Jeff Bezos, you're welcome. Uh, I I think I single handedly is the one who and the one who made Jeff Bezos a trillionaire, even after he went through the most expensive divorce in the history of mankind. Um, but uh, yeah, no, John John's 
covers, you could definitely tell in some of his interior work, you could tell he grew up in the early nineties and, and early to mid nineties because his, especially his, his Batman depiction has a little bit of, has a, just a, a taste of a Jim Lee uh, uh, kind of inspiration to it. Um, but then he turned around and makes it his own, yeah, you know, Jim. Yeah. His work is so gritty. Like, uh, oh, I'm, yeah. looking at, I'm looking at the tweet right now and his winter men coverage looks as other than Winston cover looks freaking amazing man uh, and think about it like look at yeah. who his, his parallels he did x-men yep. and he did detective comics so gee what other famous artist did x-men and detective or in, in a batman book yep jimbo <laughs> so and, uh, uh also just uh just let's uh let's, i forgot to put this in the side note but like uh he uh his family put out a um a gofundme memorial of like two thousand dollars or two or three thousand dollars that it just like it already been smashed. Oh, yeah, easily. It's in the thirty thousand. But if you guys are still want to contribute to the foundation, I think I I will post the link, or I'll give I'll I'll give my boy here the link, and then we'll post. Yeah, the, we'll the we'll get it up there. Um, yeah. What we do we do like uh, about that kind of stuff um, is you know, it's obviously because you know we do live in this day and age that we're able to reach out. You know, when I grew up, you know, we, growing up in the church when mm-hmm. when someone passed away you know the community got gra- kind of rallied together we and we saw a little bit of that too in falcon the winter soldier that was very much a theme in the falcon the winter soldier was it's all about community we saw the people rallying against the rallying uh, with the wilsons in it and and you know kind of i kind of grew up around that too it was like in the church when someone passed away you know there was kind of uh, a little bit of assistance i know there was a, a church over in indio when there was a, a, a family from the church that passed away, they, every time, no matter what, they held a barbecue um, to raise money so that the family didn't have to worry about it. They had more on their plate. And so if you could go, I know, yes, we get it. He was a famous artist. He probably has a few uh, shillings put aside. But yeah. when you have a, a grieving wife and a grieving daughter, the last thing on their mind, is not only are they worried about burying uh, their beloved husband and father, but to put the extra weight of, Oh my gosh, how am I going to pay? Because it yeah. is still a business uh, of, of, of the of funeral. So if you can help do yeah. so, we'll have it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but the other thing too, is I know that he was really into, um, I, I thought I had read somewhere that he was really into artwork, getting kids involved in the arts. And um, you know, I had this conversation with my son not too long ago, um, he's really struggling with reading. And I said, grab your comic books. And there's a statistic out there that says that more than 50% of students, their first interaction with reading came from a comic book. Yeah. And uh, so that's why JR and I do podcasts like this. We talk about movies and stuff like that, but we very much talk about the, the, the nerdy side because some of our earliest readings were comics, graphic novels, you know, funny strips, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. I can remember reading... Yes, Garfield and stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, Godspeed, um, John Paul Leon. Uh, from all of us here, I know maybe you didn't get into Star Wars, but you know, may the force be with you, Wakanda forever, live long and prosper, mm-hmm. uh, all the above from all of us in, in nerd land. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll get that link up there. Um, going from that horrible news of the passing of, of, of a comic book legend to more bad news for Sony. Not to do a, a, a shitty segue, but yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Morbius has been delayed again. 
this, of course, we were supposed to get in July of last year. Then it was delayed to fall. Then it was delayed to, I thought it was delayed to the fall of this year as well. Now yeah. it was in early January of next year. And now it's in late January of next year. Some of this, JR, could be delays in production. Some mm-hmm. of this could be maybe they knew coming down the down the pipes were these big announcements that we're going to get to here in just a moment mm-hmm. of new tent poles from Disney. We do know that they have littered the calendar for the next 10 years with some massive tent poles between Disney, Pixar, um, Marvel, and, uh, and, of course, 20th Century Fox mm-hmm. and Lucasfilms. Um, but, uh, Sony is, uh, delaying Morbius, uh, once again, now go with me on this mm-hmm. again. We don't know if it's production, but could it be that they're laying the groundwork that something massive is going to be announced in December of 2021 and that being Spider-Man no way home. We're going to see the opening, possibly the opening of the multiverse or at least the Spider-Verse in December of 2021. That's this year. And then, of course, shortly thereafter is the Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange. I think that, uh, again, we're going to talk to you about here in just a couple of minutes. I think it's scheduled for February. So maybe, Jared, maybe, just maybe, Morbius, which we saw in the teaser trailer from last year. Actually, shoot, I think we saw the teaser trailer back in 2019. Yeah. yeah. We saw um, Michael Keaton's Vulture in the trailer so we it's a possibility that it's all together it's all intertwined so um interesting to see Uh, it is i'm pretty uh, yeah i'm I'm, i was pretty sure that it was gonna somewhat adjust to like a a possible like a equal lines of like who else is coming out i was thinking them possibly also too like you know maybe they they were trying to hit they were trying to miss some of the bigger hitters that might come out that day as well because like Morbius, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I was. I thought that was interesting, an interesting character to have a solo film for. Yeah, I was thinking more so maybe. Um, what's the other one? Uh, I don't want to say Kruger. No, there was the. Uh, what's his name? The other Spider-Man uh, um, villain, who was a hunter, Craven the Hunter. Oh, Craven the Hunter. I was thinking more so Craven would be probably get his own solo film rather, rather before Morbius, but then hey, it's. Uh, it was. Uh, I think it was pushed by um, by Jared Leto to become become. Morbius, but hey, here we are. If you if you, if you get an Emmy Award winner to do a solo film for you, I guess do it. <laughs> but who knows too? We got to take into consideration Morbius, the living vampire, something that has not been introduced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yet. So we're mm-hmm. going to find out that it exists at least in the Sony verse, which mm-hmm. is loosely intertwined with Marvel, sort of, because we do know that Tom Holland's Spider-Man, the official Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man, will be making an appearance in uh, either Venom 2 or Morbius. We don't know which, but we do know that he is contractually obligated to appear in at least one, maybe two yep. uh, uh, official Sony canon um, uh, movie. So again, it could be that it's going to be Carnage uh, and Venom. Uh, it could be Morbius. It could be both. We don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I had a segue there. I don't know. Either way, Morbius scheduled for uh, theaters in January 28th of next year. It's moved one week from its from its release date for 2022. Uh, what was to say? What I was going to say is about Morbius is you know obviously he's the living vampire. I think there's other uh, other factors to his 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 um, 
origin story. But yeah. remember, one month after Morbius hits theaters, or maybe just weeks after Morbius hits theaters, we get the Multiverse of Madness, yeah. which will involve uh, uh, the Scarlet Witch, uh, yeah. um, Wanda, Wanda Maximoff, yeah. who now is the... Uh, this, the, well, she's a Scarlet Witch, uh, yeah. and she now can. She has the power of the Dark Hold, which we know in comics creates vampires. Which mm-hmm. is, hmm, we're waiting for Mahershala Ali. Moving right along, we'll get to Marvel. We'll get to plenty of Marvel here in just a moment. Wrath of Man drops uh, a red band trailer. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't had an opportunity yet to see it. Yeah. Uh, Jason Statham in a red band trailer. You, you got my uh, at mm. least streaming six dollars. Um, I don't know if I could go see a theater, but interesting twist. It's directed by Guy Ritchie. Oh, yeah. Wrath of Man uh, is in theaters May 7th. Um, can't say I'm a gigantic Guy Ritchie fan, but I do know his his type. Yeah. And him and, and Statham together could be a, could be a good mix. And uh, Oh, yeah. They, they've been working together for a very, very, very long time. I remember Guy Ritchie's... Uh, I forgot the other... I forgot... Uh... The film I'm trying to find it right now. It was like a, it's the film with like five different viewpoints and like uh with Brad Pitt in it. He's like he goes, "Do you like Dags?" I remember that film. I've had I've snatch? had that. Um, huh? Snatch. Yeah, is it Snatch? Is it Snatch? Yeah, I think it's Snatch. Uh, let me just check for right now. But yeah, it's like it's their long time. Like uh, yeah, it is Snatch. Their long time. Uh, I've seen that one time. I guess. Yeah, they they've been together. They've been working each other for a very very long time even with i think uh uh it's one of the where one of the more weirder films that i think i actually done i think it was a something long talking bear or some of that it's another film. uh yeah his his famous movies uh he is known for is lock stock and two smoking barrels snatch um he did oddly enough he did the man from uncle which is kind of weird um he also did which is a highly highly underrated series of movies um is he did i'm not talking to you siri <laughs> goodness gracious um did, uh, did um, it is arthur, well, he, the, arthur. He, he did um king arthur legend of the sword yep. um but look i was looking at his writing credits um mm. dude he's doing aladdin 2 really did he do aladdin 1 i think so is that a guy Ritchie movie i don't think so aladdin 2 okay but aladdin 1 no, i don't think so Okay, and, the uh, gentleman. The gentleman. That's the uh, that's the Matthew McConaughey movie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta see. I still have not seen that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Going back to Rapid Man, I saw the rep. I saw the regular trailer right when it just. I was watching basketball game and I saw the regular trailer and then I saw the the red band trailer. I'm like, yeah, that's right up Jason Trayton Valley. He's a uh, he's being the old man like anger type of stuff. It it, it like it's featuring like a a a man I guess loses his son. Yeah. Yeah, like he, uh, his son, his son gets killed. Well, his son's older, like I think in his twenties or so, and his son gets gunned down, and he wants revenge. So it's like one of those older revenge stories, but a, with a Guy Ritchie flair. So I'm hoping it's in the similar style of Guy Ritchie, like he's done with Men of Uncle, like he did with Sherlock Holmes with RDJ. So great. I, that yeah. was what I was getting to. Was if you haven't seen Sherlock Holmes, yeah. I know a lot of people. Oddly enough, with it involving Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. A lot of people sleep on it and they've never seen it. It, it did yeah. not have a, it was not, I saw it in the theaters, but I think it kind of floated under the radar. Yeah. Um, and then um, I really enjoyed the sequel, but it, 
really kind of flew under the radar because I think at the same time that Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law came out, you had Sherlock on the B- on yeah. BBC America came out, which was a TV series. And you and again, we've learned with WandaVision and Valkyrie the Winter Soldier is yeah. you can allow with TV, you can allow a character piece like a Sherlock Holmes to breathe a little bit more and allow yeah. a guy like Benedict Cumberbatch mm. to, and I think that's why like even my wife who loves both properties kind of leans a little bit towards Sherlock rather than RDJ's Sherlock Holmes, yeah. but Guy Ritchie did a fantastic job with that. Yeah. I like just, uh, I'm hoping for more of the same in that context, even though it's a much more serious film where uh, it, it looks like, um, it looks like some of the older, like uh, revenge films of, you know, like old man, like a, uh, not dirty Harry, but what's the other what's the other films back in the day where uh where um it was when it was just remade with uh I'm forgetting my names again. I'm forgetting my names again. I apologize, everybody. You but what is that? I know die the, the person who die hard. Oh, the remake of uh with Bruce Willis and he Bruce did Willis. um yeah. Death Wish. Death Wish, yeah. So it's kind of like similar to that vein. Yeah, or like it's it's a uh, it's a man. Uh, who lost family member in it as a grudge, but like overall, man, it, it, the red band trailer looks crazy. I'm gonna like, have to it, check that out this tonight. Yeah, so, like, he, he starts, it's yeah, it, it looks it's pretty gruesome. And I'm like, all right, cool, it's definitely in his, it's definitely in the vein of Jason Stray the movie. Well, maybe we'll I, get that trailer, we'll get that trailer posted on our Facebook page as well. Okay, absolutely, we'll, we'll do a little bit better as we're, as we're entering into the summer season. We'll try to do a better job of posting some of these yeah. trailers. Um, by the way, in just a moment here, we're gonna explain why you need to head over to our Facebook page. And mm-hmm. check out something we dropped earlier this morning. With mm-hmm. that said, let's move to the next news and notes. Something that has tried desperately over the last three or four days to break the internet with memes coming out of their ass. It is Amazon's Invincible. It was nope. announced. It was announced over the weekend that Amazon Prime has renewed for two more seasons the Robert Kirkman Invincible. Of course, Invincible is the follow-up to the monster property that he did that basically put him in the big chair at image comics that being the 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 walking dead Dead. but robert kirkman's invincible has been picked up to continue its story of mark grayson's invincible for two more seasons starring academy award nominee stephen Wen, jk simmons and sandra oh if i'm not mistaken yeah jk simmons academy award nominee uh i think he's a winner he's a winner i think he's also an oscar winner as well Oscar and Academy Award is the same thing there. Knucklehead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You need to switch back to caffeine. <laughs> it's all right, dude. I got you. That's why yeah. we're partners. Sandra yeah. O, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Sandra yeah. O win an Academy Award either last year or the year before? I think so. Yeah, I think she won one. Yeah. I've always been a fan of hers. Um, I think she she's a fantastic actress. Um, and as yeah. we mentioned last week with our girl from Shang-Chi and uh crazy rich asians mm-hmm. um this is jr speaking you can go back and watch the last episode asians don't age um and sandra oh who looks still looks fantastic but she's a fantastic actress yeah. um and i know I, yeah I, I know I've people sp- know her from Grey's anatomy so yeah i loved her for for quite a bit she was a she was another rom-com as well that i remember i loved her in and uh, uh <laughs> I, the she, one thing god but now i'm gonna look her up i, I could have sworn she was in that in a movie with Ryan Reynolds or a TV show with yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, 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 I think so too. I, I, she did a movie. She did a, she did a rom-com movie with one. I think it was a, uh, with another actor as well. I just forgot what it was. Uh, but the um, one thing that I remember from, I think it was either an Academy where 
where she and other Asian actors were on the stage and they start calling out people, right, for like whitewashing. And then like, uh, like, oh, yeah, like how, like how very, like how a very Asian actor, like how a very Asian person with an Asian name, right, is played by a white actress. And she was talking about, uh, she was talking about Emma Stone. <laughs> Emma Stone was there. <laughs> Emma Stone was in the stage. She goes, and Emma goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I'm so sorry. Uh, was she Hawaii. was um, yeah. under a Tuscan sun. That's right. Uh, with uh, Diane Lane, which oh, that yeah. movie made me fall in love with her. Um, she's in Sideways, which is a, a, a Academy yeah. Award nominated movie. Really, the- really good. Yeah. Um, underrated film. It was a, it was a, it was a, um, uh, an indie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, I could have sworn she did something with Ryan Reynolds way back in the day. Um, I have to look it up. Looking at her actress, um, run. God, she has done so much work in the last 20 years. Uh-huh. I forgot she was in the Princess Diaries. Oh. Um, yeah, she played the principal of the school. Hmm. Um, we just recently watched that with my with my daughter for the first time. She enjoyed it. Um, Weird uh, consideration. Cool. That's right. She was in that one too. I totally forgot. For your consideration, which one was that one? Uh, for your consideration, if I remember correctly, it was she had a super super small part in it, but it was a. If I remember correctly, it was. Uh, I I can't think right now. It's a mockumentary film. I just forgot what was one though. I, I remember watching it when I was like, like I think I was uh, it came out twenty two thousand six, but I remember watching it like back in twenty twelve or so because it had Eugene Levy in it. <laughs> That's all. Uh, I remember. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was, I was wrong. I thought she was in um, Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place with with Ryan Reynolds back in the day, but that was not I her. So I remember that one. I remember that one. That was with somebody. That's a else. great show. It did yeah. that did not uh, last, but yeah. Uh, nonetheless, Sandra is a, a great actress. Uh, so check it out. Season two and season three coming soon to Amazon Prime. Sorry, I've got an itch on my nose. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh god, it's been one of those days. The, the, the wind out here, for those who don't know, the, the, the PS Comics I Love You uh studios are on the north side of Indio, and it's been uh been brutal uh, out here. So my allergies and stuff are I'm gonna block here, I'm gonna hide. <laughs> It is terrible right now. Yeah, it's uh, we're getting we're getting the extreme heat and like seasonal like allergy stuff, man. So. Oh my goodness. So, anyways, yeah. moving right along, Pixar's Luca dropped a trailer. I didn't know this. This one snuck past me too. Um, oh. Underwater creature boy boys break the surface and have adventures in a human town. Streaming yeah. on June 18th. So this is not going to be. Is this a straight to Disney Plus? I or is this going to be so. premiere access? I, I think it might be just streaming to Disney Plus because uh, this is going to be like a oh, like a soul kind of yeah well yeah it's a full on Pixar film and I've seen like I want to say mermaids but they're like they're not really they don't have tails well they do have tails but like there's like a weird type of thing it's it's uh they come off the coast of an Italian town and they you know try to they're the young kids it, it feels like a coming of age story but with like mer folk I guess that's yeah. the proper and yeah it just. It's very much in the Pixar, Pixar S type of film, and yeah, it's just trying to. Um, they're having these adventures with other kids around their around their same age or look their same age, and so it's look cool. It's interesting. I'm probably probably give it a watch or so when it comes out. So we'll we'll have to check that out again. It's June 18th coming to mm-hmm. Disney Plus. <sighs> we finally arrived. We busted through news and notes quick because we knew what was coming. Um, the last few weeks, JR has feverishly done 
some absolutely fantastic scripts. And, and again, all the writing credits should go to my man over here who uh, really does a, a great job, even when he's not well. Um, but it seems like the last about, th- I'd say that the last three out of the last four weeks, when JR has asked, as he likes to say, uh, for a parlay, which means he can't record on Saturday, on Sunday or Saturday, he wants to record on Monday. Yeah. Um, we, something happens. You know, a few weeks ago, he asked for a parlay and we got the Shang-Chi trailer. Yeah. Uh, I think last week was the Modoc, or I don't know, there was something else that happened. Yeah. And then this past week, I just texted him and said, rewrite the script and i sent him the 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 trailer at about six o'clock this morning maybe even earlier marvel studios hit us right in the feels uh if you haven't had a chance to watch it um you need to go over to our our facebook page facebook.com slash ps comics i love you or go to ps comics i love the letter u uh, on twitter and we should have it there they released about a three minute video that starts off like this is going to be a scissor reel sizzle reel, which is like a best of uh, a lot of studios will use it to play important parts. Like, like for example, the first time I went to comic-con, they showed a sizzle reel of the best of the big bang theory before this, the whole crew came out yeah. and talked about the upcoming season and so on and so forth. So it's like a best of it's a highlight reel, so to speak yep. of what's to come. In some cases, it can be used as a uh, a preview. We saw a sizzle reel of behind the scenes of Miss Marvel, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, they have released a behind the scenes uh, picture of Kamala Khan mm-hmm. in costume. Yep. And hold on, this it gives just looks good. It's really good. My God, the costume directors for right. Marvel Studios nailed it the most comic book accurate costume i have seen so far and then released behind the scenes to we saw some more behind the scenes of not one not two but three characters one of which my boy can't wait for from hawkeye we see clint barton rocking the purple comic book accurate they don't have the weird helmet thank god but we're talking from the the Hawkeye series from a couple of years ago, a comic book accurate Hawkeye, a comic book accurate Kate Bishop, and a comic book accurate Echo. Oh, who, by the way, if you yeah, it's a simple costume. Yeah. But for those of you who know, Echo is an indigenous deaf character from the Marvel universe, Marvel yeah. comic universe that has been adapted for Hawkeye, and they hired a deaf indigenous character to play the role. So this is going to be, it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. You know, and I'm not be disrespectful, but um, you know, I think it's going to be a tough portrayal. I think it's going to be a tough accepted, but I think this is going to be a good part and I've heard nothing but good things. I haven't read any of echo stuff, but I think it's going to be uh, fantastic. And I think it's going to set up for uh, agents of Atlas, but nonetheless, costume director does a fantastic job. Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, the behind-the-scenes costume, which has been uh, confirmed by Marvel Studios that it's real, looks badass. So we get this sizzle reel. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it's, just like we said, it's the best of the last 10-plus years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah. 
And then you hear the voiceover. And reaching back from the great beyond is the creator himself, Captain Excelsior, Mr. Stanley, telling us to basically go back to the movies, to go back and be with people, to to be with family that we've, we've grown up in this. And again, I, I would play it, but you know, copyright and crap like that, but it's it, it at six o'clock in the morning when I haven't had a full cup of coffee, mm-hmm. got me right here, got me in the fields. And like I texted, I think I texted this to JR. Maybe I didn't, but I texted it to uh, a friend of mine and said, it starts off with right here in the fields. Ah, oh, the fields. Cause it does hearing Stan's voice with the great beyond talking about family, talking about brothers and sisters. And we, you know, we die for this. You know, we basically, we, we live for this. We die for this. And then they show you a rare in theater bootleg of fans reacting raw to the, what they call the portal scene, which is the, uh, the, the, the climactic finale of, of in game yeah. on your left Avengers assemble place goes nuts and it reaches this crescendo of let's basically let's go back to, or I can't remember what it was, but there's this big kind of moment and lettering on the, on the sign. And then we see the letters, we hear the theme, we hear the March. It's like hearing star Wars with the big gold letters. and, And it comes up. No, this is the Marvel studios theme. And it's got a little different feel to it. It's, it's a little more, oh, it's a little bit more monstrous. It's it's loud. It's big. Something's going to happen. And bam, what do we see? Right off the bat, brand new footage from Black Widow. And we finally get the clean, crisp logo. Looks sick. We see, um, we see more of... Natasha Romanoff, we see, uh, was it Helena Baleba? Uh, I can't yeah. remember. The, yeah. We see uh, more of Red Guardian. We see uh-huh. more of Taskmaster. This is going to be an epic movie. This yeah. is that, this right here is what I needed to see because I was, I'll be honest with you, I was wavering a little on Black Widow. Yeah. I think it, it, it sat too long. Yeah. But and I, I feel I kind of spoiled myself because I saw certain credits on uh when i was looking up the film again and they uh reprised their credits and if you don't want to be spoiled don't look at the credits i'm begging you do not look at the credits don't look at the credits okay jerry whatever you say how do you spell (laughs) widow (laughs) because uh, you're talking about you you're talking about in the fields when i saw this okay i won't say anything but i'm gonna look because i'm gonna see if i know what jerry's talking about okay do, 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 do. Rachel Weiss, uh, Yelena Belova. I was close. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, can you take it off? Or unless you see, is it a guy or a girl? The guy. Was it to- was it towards the top of the list? Uh, oh, are you on IMDb? Yep. Oh, homie, they took it off. I know they took it off because the one that I saw was quickly. Uh, because I was going to say like it was on there and then it was clicky taken off because I'm thinking maybe, okay, cool. Maybe they messed it up, but like it was on other sites too. It was on, oh my gosh. If that happens, if it's in the film, I'm telling you, it's going to hurt. <laughs> well, I know that 
that supposedly um, RDJ was supposed to make an appearance in this, which he still might. I don't see anything that steps up. Guy, is it someone we were supposed to see in the Disney Plus shows? I don't know who we're supposed to see. That's the thing. There's a lot of rumors in it, but okay. Then they may, if, if it's supposed to stand out, jump out at me, then uh, it's not there anymore. There is someone on here that I didn't know was going to be on here, but then again, I'm probably an idiot and he's <laughs> probably been under there the whole time. Uh, but I, I won't say any much more, but uh, we will find out on July 9th, um, yep. 2021 Black Widow coming to theaters and yep. Disney Premier Access for $30 extra dollars on top of your Disney Plus. Uh, um, membership and I did talk to some friends that did Mulan and did Araya the Last Dragon. You get the digital access for three months. You get it for ninety days until it gets the official release. So, uh, for those of you who don't have never done premiere access, like for example, Mulan came out in September in theaters limitedly uh, because theaters hadn't reopened in most of America back in September, but it did get a theatrical release in parts of the United States. In China, it got a, ma- a massive release. And I think parts of the world, other parts of the world, it got a release. But for the most part, it was a Disney Plus release. And people got the, got the access to Mulan until almost, actually, till like Christmas. And then, and then Mulan, I think it was like the week of Christmas. Because I remember uh, we watched Wonder Woman 84, Soul, and then we watched uh, Mulan all on Christmas, on Christmas Day. So, um, but yeah, so you're going to get it for about 90 days. And I am definitely yeah. getting, um, I'm debating on going to the theater. I want to go to the theater. I want to see it on the big screen, but at the same time, 30 bucks, I get it for three months. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to get digital. I'm getting premier access for, for black widow. Hmm. So JR watching this trailer, right? Mm -hmm. Got black widow, right? They do the little title sequence, July 9th, 2021. And then they get right into, we just saw it a couple of weeks ago. We get some new footage kind of, of Shang Chi and the legend of the 10 rings coming out on September 3rd. And, I honestly think we're going to see a lot more of Aquafina than we really think we're going to get in this movie. Yeah. I think um, she's going to be a massive character. There has been some toy releases that kind of spoil some things. I know that Funko released the Shang-Chi uh, oh, yeah. Funkos for pre-order. It may have yeah. given away some stuff. By the way, your boy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Target. Your boy got in on it. I got three Funkos coming to me in June, including Sam, Captain America Wilson. Nice. I will have in June in costume with the shield. Looks badass. I also have uh, Bucky coming with the Wakanda arm, which I didn't have in a Funko. I do already have the dancing machine. <laughs> Baron Zemo. Nice. Uh, but I also, there was a third one. Oh, I ordered four of them. I have three from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Which else ones do I have? Oh, US Agent. They did a US Agent Funko and it looks badass. Yeah. The fourth one I did get was from Justice League, the Snyder Cut. I did get the black suit Superman because I needed to get over $35 to get free shipping from Target. So mm-hmm. those will be hitting me in June. Uh, there's a few other Funkos that got released, including uh, Falcon with Red Wing coming out of his back. That sold out um the falcon with his wings out in his red suit um from earlier in the series is sold out and then there's one where his wings are straight out and he's kind of like in like turbo mode 
yeah. that one's also sold out in Funkos. So, but yeah, there were some Shang, going back. There were some Shang Chi Funkos that got released that Rut Row kind of spoiled some characters. Uh, so bad. yeah, Fun- Funko tends to do that anyway. Be like, I remember when I was still working at a, at a place that I shall not that shall not be named. I remember getting a, b- a bunch of Funko wins for like I think um uh, was it? I think yeah, Marvel movies, a couple Marvel movies. I think they have a tendency to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah, and like I sh- I seen them in their in in the suits. I'm like, oh okay, cool. Well, I know they're gonna be in suits now. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that there was the the place in which you worked. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they were they caught some crap because yeah, they released the uh, the Avengers uh, quantum suits, the the, oh, yeah. uh, the 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 time jump suits. That's right. Which kind of those were some badass suits. I don't know. It's kind of like that. Uh, but. Jared, this was the part where I was like, I started to think, okay, they showed they showed Black Widow, and they made mm-hmm. a big point July 9th. And this is this is all about going back to the movies. This is the theme, going back to the movies. Then we see Shang-Chi, September 3rd, 2021. And in my head, I'm going, wait a minute. Are they gonna do it? Are they gonna <gasps> there's Selma Hayek as mm-hmm. um I just forgot. AJ, oh, yeah. a, a, uh is it not Ajax? Um, that's freaking. Ajax, that's freaking Francis. Um, You're talking about oh, for internals. It's uh, Selma Hayek is playing. I'm looking back at the name right now. I'm just trying to figure out the casting. I should put uh, Ajax. Not Ajax. Yeah. Ajax. Yeah. Um, so I was close. Uh, mm-hmm. So we get to see the first look at the Eternals, which has a release date this year of November mm-hmm. 5th, and. Hold on. My girl. Yeah, I've got my freaking Marvel shorts on. Sue me. Um, but yeah, there's my girl, Angelina Jolie, uh, in the flesh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Thena. Um, dude, that scene right there. That's why I picked this title card. Yes. The, our God first, bless her. Like, yeah, so. our, our first tidbits of looking at Eternals, man, and with, with near full cast, because I think I didn't see Millie Bobby Brown in there. <clears throat> but yeah, Millie Bobby Brown is in this. Yeah, she's in it. Millie Bobby Brown's in it, man. I don't see her on. I don't see her what? on IMDb. It should be. What does she play? If I remember correctly, Millie Bobby Brown's playing. Um, because I see. No, I think. Uh, huh. Uh, I think you're thinking of someone else. Uh, oh, Leah right. Mc, uh, McHugh is playing Sprite. That's one one yeah. I can think of. Yeah, That's so it. it's a different character playing uh, Sprite. Um. But this movie does feature Angelina Jolie, the aforementioned Gemma Chan, which have technically has already appeared in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Captain Marvel 1, mm. which we've talked about already, or which we will talk about. Uh, Selma Hayek, Richard Madden. Uh, we have uh, Lauren Ridolph, uh, Kumail Najani. Yeah. Yeah, which he's cool. No. He's that, that again. We're gonna talk about him in just a second. Yeah. Um. By, by Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Barry Keoghan. Um. Oh yeah. And then Ma Dong Siok, who of course plays Gilgamesh, which a lot of people are really ex- excited to see because he's supposed to be like a gigant. He's supposed to be a giant. Yeah. Uh. But the one character we did not see, yeah. and this was very disappointing for my wife. Uh. She is a fan of the Night Watch, and uh, we did not see. We did not see Dane Whitman, a.k.a. the Black Knight, a.k.a. Kit Harrington, mm-hmm. in this trailer. So if you're looking for a little Game of Thrones love, um, not going to get it here. Which, by the way, speaking of Game of Thrones, 
did you see who Marvel signed? Mother of Dragons, Amelia Clark is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe for Secret Invasions. Okay. That's right. I think she's playing herself and she's secretly a scroll. This whole time, (laughs) Mother of Dragons was a mother freaking scroll. No, uh, Amelia Clark, yes, is officially signed on what is setting up to be a very star-studded Secret Invasions. Of course, it's coming in 2022 or 2023. Mm -hmm. can't remember either way. I want to throw that in there. Little Game of Thrones. Hey, they're not working anymore. So, by the way, Game of Thrones trolled fans hard last week on Twitter to launch, of course, uh, House of Dragons, which is the new spinoff series coming to HBO in 2023. Or 2022, I apologize. Uh, But, dude, The Eternals looks great. Yeah. Um and and just to add on, it is I totally forgot when we were talking about it last week and we we're kind of we we're kind of trying. I knew where you we you're going with this. Go ahead, and say Chloe's, it. Uh, Chloe's out. Chloe's out. Is definitely the 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 one who just won Best Picture of a uh, Academy Awards for Nomadland is the director is the hit director for Internals and um, just an I'm, Academy Award winning director, but the director of an Academy Award winning film. It was Best yeah. Picture, yeah. so. This is a sort of a double winner. Yeah. And so like that shut me up real quick <laughs> when I saw that. Like, oh yeah, I totally forgot she's in it. And um, she also been pushing for like on set, like or like in location type places rather than you know on set green screens. And so yeah, that they were talking about that, that she, yeah. that 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 Chloe's style is very raw and yeah. very um very real. I know that sounds kind of like kind of vague, but she likes to be on location. She likes to be, you know who she reminds me of? Hmm. Quentin Tarantino. Really? She loves the really wide shots with just everything in it. Um, and there's a great shot of the, the initial shot of Selma Hayek. And it's just beautiful oh, yeah. uh, uh, kind of countryside where she's on a horse. They've got this yeah. waving hills uh, of grass. And then they show the beach shot Have of all seen? the Eternals. That and then, of course, cool. the temple scene, too, with this gigantic temple, which I think we're going to see more of. But she loves these grandiose shots. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of some of these big, huge cinema, cinescope shots that um, that Quentin did in um, in Glor- no, not Glorious Bastards, um, which I'm sure he did, actually. But in uh, which one? the Hateful Eight, the Hateful Eight. Hmm. Um, so, um, no, it just it just kind of reminded me of that a little bit. And. I know that she has her own style, um, which looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it's, um, I'm definitely looking uh, forward to it now. Specifically, it's it it definitely looks like it's a f- like I can't I, I've seen her I'm seeing her uh, her current like run of films and other than of course what well, she's what we're now now obviously, but like just looking at her past history, songs my brother taught me the writer Nomadland, like. It's looking like this is the, definitely a first for her, and she's taking this type of surreal um, look. Uh, I can't say surreal look. This, this she's taking her her style. I'll say that her style of acting, where before it's been very introspective with just a single your with a singular character or like really that close indie feel, and taking it now to a huge like full on you know big Marvel budget and. Trying then to see if she kind of captures back of her magic of how she does film onto Eternals with, you know, freaking a start, a full on star studded cast. Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, freaking Kit Harrington. 
and supposedly rumors Millie Bobby Brown from what I'm reading. Supposedly yeah. she's in it, but they're not giving her a full on credit yet. But yeah, just like how do you how do you have such an ensemble cast? How she's how is she gonna tackle such an, a big ensemble cast? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Do you understand what the 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 echelon that Chloe Zhao is in, and yet and and the the new kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, credibility and legitimacy she brings continues to bring mm. to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I was researching this earlier this week um, and think about it, and I really thought about it today, especially after I kind of remembered that Chloe was directing this film. Mm. Was how many Oscar nominee slash winners are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Mm. Uh, let's look at. Let's look. Let's look at no. Look at Iron Man one alone. Hmm. You have Robert Downey Jr. Academy yeah. Award nominee multiple times over. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow Academy Award winner. Then you have uh, um, what's his name? The guy that played Obad- Obadiah Stane. Oh yeah, Academy Award winner. That's right. Or at least nominee. Technically, uh, you want to talk about the original Rhodey, uh, the original uh, War Machine, which was uh, what's his name? Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, I yeah. believe, was nominated for um, something in flow for yeah. hustle and flow. Hustle and flow. If he, I know he was nominated. I know I don't remember if he won. Then you start thinking about it. Your girl, Kate Blanchett, Academy Award winner. You look mm-hmm. at uh, Thor uh, alone. I think Kenneth Branagh was a Academy Award nominated um, uh, director. Yeah. Um, Freaking, he just won. He just won Academy right now over um, over. Um, uh, over uh, Black Panther, just just recently too, played Odin. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, um, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Anthony yeah, Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins, yeah. uh, won just recently. Won. Then you look at Chadwick Boseman, Academy Award nominated uh, actor. You look mm-hmm. at director Ryan Coogler, I believe has been nominated. Uh, I don't know if he was nominated for Black Panther or not. Yeah, um, so. but you lo- uh, look at Black Panther. Um, what's her name? Um, uh, Letitia that plays Nam- that plays Nakia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lupita Nyong'o, Academy Award nominee. Um, I was just the list goes on and on. You look at um, Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. Sir Ben Kingsley, Mark Ruffalo has been nominated. Mahershala Ali, Academy oh. Award winner. Matter of fact. It was the day after his Academy Award that he wanted a meeting with Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at uh, Christian Bale is joining Thor Love and Thunder. Forrest Whitaker was in uh, Black Natalie Panther. Portman. Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman won Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Uh, the list goes on and on. And now you add the legitimacy of a, of a director who just recently won you can't tell me that she went onto the set uh the next day and was like and she wasn't motivated to the <laughs> point i did not hear this personally but i have read it multiple on multiple sources that kevin feige congratulated chloe Zhao, mm. and shortly thereafter got to see some of the dailies which i'm sure he sees sees daily but he got to see some of the the, the raw footage from the Eternals and he has come out and said though as, as successful as Black Panther was and got nominated for Best Picture he has come out and said the Eternals 
could win Best Picture. He has thrown down the Academy gauntlet. Mm. He is going after it with this movie. And after seeing what we saw today, it looks good. Just yeah. cinematography alone, they, they could win. Um, but uh, they got a damn good cast. Um, and, you know, like I said, we get the first look at a lot of our characters. I did want to talk to you about this. Yeah. Going back to the, going back to, um, oh, where's his name? Where's his name? Where's his name? The uh, Kumal, Kum, Kum, was it Kumal oh, yeah. or Kumuel? Ah, Kumail, non Johnny. Yeah, I think so. He, uh, he, I apologize. The last couple years, man. Yeah, he has for Sally Umbutcher's name, sadly. So he's playing a character named, by the name of Kingo. Now, yep. in the comics, mm. in the comics, Kingo is Japanese. Of mm. course, they're going a different route, they're going with the character to be Indian. Um, and rather than him be a Japanese action star mm. like his alter ego is in the comic books, Kingo is an in, is an Indian or Indian Bollywood megastar. He's I guess a major star, and that's why you saw a bit in the trailer. He's kind of got that little uh, that little Hollywood or Bollywood flair to him. He's yeah. got a little uh, swagger. Mm. So um, I-, I wanted to ask you, you know, in this day and age of whitewashing and cultural misappropriation or whatever the hell you want to call it yeah does it go both ways now you have a guy who is playing a japanese character who is yeah. indian now, i know it's along the lines of Cor- carly morgenthau who yeah. was playing a gender bender version of carl morgenthau the flag smasher from the comics <laughs> he played they play the female version what do you think of kingo again normally a japanese character now being yeah. played by an indian actor I'm kind of, uh, for me particularly, I'm kind of like, I'm on the fence for it for like a couple of things. One, I love, you know, I, I love the actor. He's cool. I agree. I, I, he, uh, he came out with a, he came out with a film called, I think date night. I saw it came out on Netflix and, uh, or date something where he, it was, it was super hilarious film he was in <clears throat> and, uh, as well as other stuff too in the past. And like, it's just, it, it's, it's a weird line for me, particularly because cool, you know, we need more, we definitely need more, you know, more, he's technically Asian because India, India falls in that line of Asian. It is. Yeah. Right. It's just more so like specifically the character that he plays was originally a Japanese character. It's, it's multifaceted in the sense because like one, I, w- I will look at Chloe Zhao, like, okay, what was the, what was the reason for that? There has to be a really good reason for it. And more so I have to, I'll wait till the movie is over to have an opinion about that. Like actually, you know, you know, with me, like my biggest thing is like if you if you have a specific choice to to deviate from the source material, you have to, it has to make sense. Period. It has to make sense. Let's and, say you know, let's say his his version or this version of Eternals, right? He landed back in you know what it I think because the the Eternals originally was supposed to be like a thirteen a, an old race where they went to Earth thirteen thousand years ago, I think, right? And I think and we're then, gonna see that. I think we yeah. are gonna see that story told. And like he, and then he. I, if his character specifically landed in India and was living in that world, you know, have the story play out that way. As long as the story makes sense, I'm cool with it. It's just like, it's just that when you deviate it, you know, to a certain form to fit, I don't know, whatever narrative, all, uh, you know, birds of prey with my girl, Cassandra Kane, Right. And doesn't really fucking make sense. 
and and takes away from the character that's when i have a problem with it if, for him specifically it just needs to make sense you know it, it has to make sense and it has to like you know are you are they doing it because they want to get the the uh the indian crowd right bingo from india is it is it that reason? But at the same time, like you know, we need more of those actors because he's definitely fucking he is definitely fucking verified. He's awesome. He has great he has great comedic timing and he's really 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 freaking good, right? And yeah, and I, and I think that too is the character is kind of this, like Jr. said, the the Eternals we're gonna find out yeah. were landed on Earth thousands of years ago and have grown up quietly amongst us as for the lack of a better terms humans yeah and the character of kingo was grows up to be a massive i mean he's a megastar in his home country and i don't think you have to have the character be japanese for him to portray the character he needs to portray um it's, and like you said, it is still it is yeah. still technically Asian. Yeah, um, it's, it's called acting for a reason. Like you, you act. You're supposed to be whoever you need to be for the role. Granted, you should have this, the the storyline should always formulate around that. If you make a casting call, you have to have really good freaking. Uh, you you gotta yeah, give a really good reason why too. That's my biggest thing. And we'll see how this goes. You know, people already know how I feel about Shang Chi and how I feel like that's just a fucking you know. That's a thing to throw into the to the Chinese market. I get that. I understand that they're going to be the second biggest freaking thing around. I our biggest market around. I understand that. It's just more so now when you. For me, my problem was that like okay, Chloe Zhao, you're you are now an Academy Award winning director on multiple on multiple iterations, right? Yeah. You just there is no other Asian representation other than that is that is a that is a East Asian representation. In and, your film, and, and I think too, you look mm-hmm. at the you look at the cast. Let's let's look at it. You have Angelina Jolie; she's yeah. white. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Selma Hayek. In. Yeah. You have Sel- Yeah. You have Selma Hayek, who yeah. is Hispanic. It could be mm-hmm. Spain, Mexico, wherever you want to be. Yeah. Uh, you do have uh, other characters that are English. Uh, are English. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we do know that Kit Harrington is uh, playing the Black Knight. We don't know yeah. if. I don't think in the comics, I don't think he's an eternal. I think yeah. he's just a, 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 a character. But you have different races. Yeah, yeah. you uh, have Gemma, yeah, Gemma Chan's in it. And that's and have, again, I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not trying to take anything away from her, but like there you're if you were talking about you, you have know, the token races, you have every race is re- represented. And I don't mean to be re- sound sound races, but it's like you kind of had yeah. all your bases covered with all the different mm-hmm. it's it is a mixed bag of characters. Yeah. It's well, I take that back. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna walk this back a little bit, specifically on on uh, on the ten race because I just fucking remember they got my boy Mong Dong Suk who is Korean American or who's Korean and he was in freaking Train to Busan. I totally forgot about that. Slip my mind. I'm gonna blame that That's, on uh, I'm a, Gilgamesh. I'm a, yeah, I'm a yeah Gilgamesh. I'm gonna blame that on Kogut Fog and I'm Gilgamesh. If this <laughs> original fucking Gilgamesh, of course, he is the Mesopotamian Mesopotamian god. I'm, I'm gonna roll this back, but more so on like if we're talking in the terms of like having some type of reverse whitewashing, again, it needs to make sense. Period. Because we have if yeah, we have yeah, Gilgamesh, exactly. 
because Gilgamesh, specifically in Mesopotamian era, or if he's is seen as Mesopotamian god, is supposed to be, I think, Iranian, right? And we have and we have a very Asian character, Asian actor playing a possible Mesopotamian god in Gilgamesh. So again, it has to make sense for me. And now all this can be alleviated with with just the story that you know that that Chloe's going to tell, or that the story of the Eternals, right? And also can be alleviated by one giving if Kevin Feige just sets the world ablaze and says, "All right, cool, we'll give you we'll give you guys um, um, Agents of Atlas for the Asian community." I, I I really think that's going to happen. I yeah. think you have all the characters are lining up. We talk about it every week. I think mm-hmm. it's inevitable that that's going to end up being a Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have Echo. Um, you have uh, Agent Jimmy Woo, just to name a few. No, I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Um, but uh, I, I think it's 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 a far gone conclusion that Agents of Atlas uh, will take place i bet you it's a disney plus show it may not be next year it may not be the year after yeah. it may be phase five who knows but right. uh, nonetheless uh i think that agents of atlas is going to happen so yeah we see the title we see the eternals we get quite a bit i think we are we are very very close maybe a month away maybe we see it right around you know where you know what i bet you we're inside of a month because i bet you i know where we get the eternals trailer okay the NBA finals. We're about a week away, about a month away from the beginning of the NBA finals. I know the ABC has the rights at least for one more year to the NBA finals. They have used the NBA playoffs, the NBA finals to uh, release trailers because of course, Disney's own or ABC is owned by by Disney. Mm -hmm. um, And which of course owns Marvel and it's a huge audience. It's, it's a dwindling audience, but it's still a huge audience. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't see there being any other big audience. Now we do know that I believe Marvel or, or maybe it was some, something was being released on the NBA. Maybe it was the TNT broadcast, uh, but they were uh, releasing some kind of footage during the NBA. So they know that sports can launch something. So I bet you we see an Eternals trailer in the next, I'd say the next 30 to 45 days. Mm. Uh, it could be yeah. a right around the, the launch of Loki, which we see in June, on June 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows what, I think we are very close to a full fledged, uh, trailer from the Eternals. Now I do know that Spider-Man far from home has not wrapped. They have a December, uh, they have a December 17th, 2021 deadline to hit. And that was the next movie we saw in the title sequence. I would admit mm-hmm. I was severely let down for a half a second when that title title sequence came up before of course we see the eternals it says november 5th 2021 and then it continues with again with this grand marvel theme playing in the background which was just right there in the fields and this is where it went from oh the feels to holy shit like eternals and then we see spider-man no way home december 17th 2021 boom right into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now we mentioned before that Morbius moved from January, early January to late January. And I thought, I said, well, maybe that's going to be a problem because it's very close to the Multiverse of Madness, which I believe was originally set for a February release. It is official March 25th. So it's going to be a late March release next year for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, Again, we know that, 
uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to return. We do know that this will be the debut of a Mark America Chavez. And we mm-hmm. do know that it's a possibility that uh, Wanda Maximoff herself, the Scarlet Witch, will be, uh, or yeah. well, I got to imagine the bets are on that she is going to be yeah. at least an antagonist, if not the main villain in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And God knows what else is going to happen. I mean, she's she's going to, it's right there in the title sequence. She's going to open up the multiverse and yeah. Lord knows what comes through there. I still think it's going to be Hydra Cap. I think we're going to see Hydra Cap. It's all bets are off when it, when that movie comes out. All bets are oh, off. Like, absolutely. And like just for just for timeline's sake, like we, we we'll see exactly what after that comes after this, right? After this movie, it's supposed to be the timeline of you know Sony's Morbius, and of course, like you said before, all things that come from that. And so, yeah, all bets are off. I'm I'm willing I'm willing to uh, <laughs> I'm willing to be open to the idea of possible evil iterations of our beloved characters. Yeah, it's a possibility. Make their headway, or just or or at least. I'm hoping to see some big reveals, right? Yeah. That's it. Like some huge, huge freaking. And reveals. I hope they don't release too much in the trailers. I know that they, yeah. we saw in the Captain America Civil War trailer, we saw the Spider-Man reveal. Hmm. Um, and I kind of almost wish they didn't do that, but I, I know why they had to. Um, but I almost kind of wish they didn't. And, and they left that for like, dude, did you see Civil War? Like I went and saw it on Friday night. And they had Spider-Man like, do it that way rather than do the, the trailer reveal um yeah sorry but uh no so anyway so we, yeah we saw that spider-man no way home then dr strange the multiverse of madness the two multiverse movies that we're going to see back to back and then the winner for best title sequence of the day goes to my boy taika watiti and his <laughs> follow-up to thor ragnarok thor love yep. and thunder which mm-hmm. looks like it was ripped straight from a Def Leppard cover art, uh, or maybe it was um, maybe it was uh, not Def Leppard, but maybe it was Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know that set photos have come out and shown that Thor will be dressing up as uh, a alternate version of himself from the comic books. So I think it was called Thunderstrike, which is he wears the. Uh, some strange pants in a uh, in a vest and some short sleeves. Of course, uh, do you talk about sun's out, guns out, with Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. Um, and of course, we are going to see some of the as guardians of the galaxy. We're going to see uh, Star Lord and I think Star Lord. Um, Alternate oh, can... versions, Zoe Saldana. Yes, they they are they're in, they're on the hunt for. I think I think I think part of Thor: Love and Thunder, and of course part of Guardians Three, is going to be. Uh, the search for Gamora, which of course yeah. is the um, the alternate version of, of yeah. Gamora. So, uh, but uh, yeah, nonetheless, nonetheless, Thor: Love and Thunder, of course, comes out on May sixth, twenty twenty two. Features Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson, Karen Gillan, Chris Pratt, and Christian Bale, and just announced uh, is going to be. And I just thought it forgot his name. Son of a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I think it's another Academy Award winner. Actually, I think he did win for Gladiator. Um, and that is, uh, is that Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe? Who's the guy that was in Gladiator? Yeah, it was Russell Crowe. It's Russell Crowe. He is going to be in uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Playing Zeus. That that's right. That's right. So you know what that means if Zeus is in it. Greek Pantheon, baby. That means Hercules is in. It's coming soon. Which means 
books like uh, a book that I bought my wife for 40 bucks from Sid just uh, went up 10 times. Mm. Uh, the uh, Just to bring it up, I think real quick, I, I, we were gonna, I was going to talk about that this week. Um, there is a Thor book. I'll have to look it up. Uh, I don't have time. Is it, Thor those... book, is it the Thor book where like uh, he's like like face palming um, Thor? Where Hercules, where Hercules is face palming Thor and he's talking to Natalie Portman or no, to, uh, to Jane Foster? I think I have that book. Let me see what it is. It's, yeah. it's been absolutely uh, on the rise. It was Thor 129. Mm. Uh, it is the first appearance of Ares greek the greek god of war of course Ares is a very much a dc character mm. uh, first appearance of hermes greek god a uh, greek messenger of god first appearance of Herokin, uh and i believe it was a battle uh between zeus hercules and thor on the cover i don't know if you can see it oh, but okay. i think it's again thor 129 uh i just recently bought it for my wife a high grade is going for four hundred dollars uh speculation that aries will appear in thor love and thunder uh and or on a team so there's a possibility that not just uh russell crowe's zeus um or hercules i don't know i don't know i can't remember which one they said he's gonna he's gonna play but um we could see almost all the gods show hmm. up in uh in this which is really strange because you're talking about zeus and hercules are greek gods and Thor and Odin and Loki are all yeah. and, and are all Norse gods. So it's we're gonna see a little uh, little yeah. cross and, crossover. So you yeah, talk about a uh, a massive crossover event, the gods. So I don't know. Is it, I always I always wonder about this with Marvel because yeah. they do have Thor, which of course is based on a not real life, yeah. but a a the, real the, the mythology mm -hmm. the north mythology more north mythology mm -hmm. but they do have hercules uh in, in comic book form um yeah. most recently i believe actually has been has come out as a bisexual character in the comic books um is is hercules is the legend is the greek mythology of hercules uh what do they call that um not public property pu uh, public domain yeah is. Okay, uh, because that's, that's why I kind of figured, but yeah. a, a lot of the a lot of the I guess the um, the pantheons right of of God the God pantheons of the world are within the Marvel universe as a thing, like because uh because of how vast and how long the Marvel universe is, has been in yeah we have a lot like all the Greek pantheon is in is in Marvel as well as DC all of the um all of the um uh what's it called yeah, i guess yeah the viking pantheon i guess i i'm like a better term the viking pantheon are, are, are in are in marvel and i think also in dc as well <clears throat> they're also talking about the 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 pantheon that includes um that the the indian the hindu gods are in it as well and so it's been is you see a lot of gods basically in marvel anyway and so whatever writer of the time decided to add those in like it's it's all going to be public it's all going to be public domain and you can you can always write a book about gods in your in whatever type of fiction you want to write it's just that yeah it's it's never going to be contested unless someone's a dick and really wants to buy the ips of gods <laughs> so it's it's yeah we, there's uh, hercules is also in dc in dc uh of course 
we've seen him in Wonder Woman. We've seen him. We've I've read him in I've read about him in Wonder Woman. I've read about him in uh, in other Amazon other titles that feature Wonder Woman in it. We've seen Ares in Wonder Woman, of course, and we've seen him in, in the we've seen him in the the movies. So yeah, the Greek path, uh, pantheons from from other god godhoods per se. Like it's not a it's not a new thing. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Hindu gods in the MCU soon, especially maybe. when especially when we have, you know, uh, the Eternals coming out. So maybe, maybe. So well, we are gonna see a a quote unquote I mean an Indian um mm-hmm. uh eternal yeah. in the form of uh of the aforementioned um oh okay, I think of his name now. Uh, uh Kamal uh Nanjian Yeah. So, anyways, uh, moving along. So, yeah, uh, title sequence, May 6, 2022. I know that my wife is excited for Thor, Love, and Thunder. Of course, we are going to see um, a, a, a multitude of things. Like you said, we saw uh, uh, Gore the God Butcher uh, played by uh, the incomparable Christian Bale, who, mm-hmm. by the way, not done despite his fate or whatever it could be, uh, both positive and negatively. In, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, and Thor, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, he's not done playing comic book characters. Side note, it is rumored that Christian Bale will be putting the cowl and cape back on once again as the actual Nolanverse version mm. of the Dark Knight. It will become canon as a part of the DC multiverse as Arrow... Uh, I'm not Arrow. Flashpoint movie will incorporate not only, not only the Michael Keaton Batman from 1989. It will factor in the Christian Bale Dark Knight from the Dark Knight trilogy and the, and the Nolan verse. So super excited about that. Con- especially considering that the Nolan verse was all almost it was this close yeah. to being official DCEU canon when. Christopher Nolan signed on to be a producer of the man of steel. And that when they were going to do Batman versus Superman, which is the follow-up yeah. to man of steel, it mm-hmm. was going to be an aging Christian Bale. Like, like we saw in, um, in dark Knight rises, he was going to be even more falling. He was going to be retired and he was going to be with Selena Kyle uh, on a catamaran somewhere in the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. And then he gets brought back in. And that's why they play that's why Ben Affleck's version of, of Batman in that movie is older. They make reference to like, he's been gone for a while. Like he almost was a myth. Um, but Bruce Wayne was very much still in the forefront. So yeah, it was talked that Christian Bale's Batman was going to be the Batman, but mm-hmm. we're going to see it. Finally, so he'll be in an alternate universe and uh, Christian Bale not done suiting up as a superhero. So can't wait for that. That's again, just a rumor, but it's a strong rumor considering what flashpoint possibly could have. Yeah. Back to Marvel, um, we see Thor: Love and Thunder, and then the the next big surprise since the Eternals. Yeah, we see the official the official title treatment for Black Panther two, and this is where it got emotional. Um, it's for me, I'm mm. a sap. I cry over the stuff. I, I got a little weepy at work watching this mm. for the, like the third time. Mm. Um, it's called Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And we know this despite online petitions to the contrary. Kevin Feige has said he will not, will not recast T'Challa 
Chadwick Boseman will and forever be known as King T'Challa, at least in this universe, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, will die uh, die so he will die a king, um, possibly in Black Panther two, uh, Wakanda forever. Uh, but yeah, that was um, that was uh, that was kind of like a whoa. And I've seen a lot of the reaction videos today that a lot of people kind of got hit right there in the fields because that was for the last few years. That's been our thing, you know, yeah. Wakanda forever. That's been, we've adopted that. I know that um, that's become kind of the nerd signal, you know, Star Wars geeks have the, you know, have, uh, um, you know, may the force be with you. Mm-hmm. Trekkies have live long and prosper. Um, and uh, Marvel fanboys, they, we finally got, we got something. And I know that, Primarily, the Wakanda Forever has been kind of a calling sign for uh, the African American uh, pop culture nerd kind of uh, realm. That's they're like we we like they black people finally say like we have something to to of our own. But I think that a lot of people have said, you know what? No, that's King T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman, kind of meant a lot to all of us doesn't matter what race doesn't matter what creed doesn't matter what sexual orientation doesn't matter what religious beliefs that chadwick boseman's version of t'challa means a lot to everybody that believes in this 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 marvel cinematic universe so i think wakanda forever is kind of like i think it's everything it's our universal calling card that you are a uh, you're a nerd and uh having that be the title sequence for black panther 2 which was funny because i when i saw it at first mm-hmm. i was like Whoa! I thought it was the Kingdom of Wakanda, which was the is the rumored title for the Disney Plus show that Ryan Coogler is doing. Yeah. Um, but no, it is that is officially the the the, the name for Black Panther two is Wakanda Forever. And uh, like Jr. said in our notes, mums the word on casting. You're absolutely right. There is nothing said about this movie so far. They have yeah. no confirmation that even Shuri is coming back. Um. Yeah, but it's, it's, I gotta imagine everybody's coming back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's uh definitely gonna be interesting casting, specifically or just, it's gonna be interesting um development cycle for them specifically because they're supposed to come out July 8th. They have yeah about almost a year now. I'm pretty sure, or well over a year, and it's it's interesting in the sense of like it took them two years to do Black Panther one, right? About about two years, and great. And with one, you know, the the, past, the sad passing of the one, the only King T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman, how are they going to tackle this? That's my question. Like, how are they going to tackle this? How are they going to try to formulate a plan or formulate a, a story which structures around uh, the possible passing away or um, handing of the torch of Black Panther to another? And I know, we, I know we've asked this question before. How is Ryan Coogler going to do this? How was he able? How was he able to process this too? Because I know that he and Chad were big, were friends. Uh, you know, we're good friends around. You know, throughout this whole run and just everything. And so, how is he going to do poetic justice in the sense yeah. to King T'Challa as well as trying to push the push the story of Wakanda forward into how many, however long we, he needs it to be however long we need it to be. And so it's going to be interesting. I just wanted, I just want to clarify that it's going to be an interesting 
ride along the way. I'm going to rock it no matter what. And then yeah. I just want to see, I want to see a vision where I'm going to miss King T'Challa, King T'Challa, but at the same time, I'm, I'm happy for the future type of thing. And it is unofficially on IMDb lists, Angela Bassett, Martin Freeman, Denai, 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 Guerrera, Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, and Letitia Wright are all scheduled to to return. It is also said that the possibility of handling King T'Challa's death in the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be using uh, um, cutting room floor footage from both Black Panther, um, Black Panther One. Um, Civil War, uh, Infinity War, and mm. Endgame to fill in the gaps to give King T'Challa his Endgame. Mm. Um, but uh, it has been said that yes, Ryan Coogler had to rewrite the script. Black Panther was Black Panther Two was greenlit almost immediately, and Ryan Coogler went right into the writers' room and began working on this project, amongst other things he's been doing over the last few years. Mm. But he really enjoyed doing this this project and, and he wanted to sink his teeth into it with with a sequel and um he had to completely redo the script uh and that was just in the last 10 months since chadwick passed away and um some people have said some people that have said they've seen her they've read the script said it's phenomenal and uh it will it will pay off it'll there will be a payoff so um I, i'm excited about this one this was again this was a moment in this this for the lack of a better term trailer um that just seeing a title sequence um was very emotional i know we saw early on in in the trailer part of the sizzle reel we see chadwick boseman um in the the battle for wakanda in infinity war where he just you know he stands up on the hill alongside captain america uh the white wolf aka the winter soldier aka bucky barnes and he just does the helmet come on Wakanda forever and they go right after Thanos um that's been that that moment has been his war cry and um so we did get a little bit of Chadwick but we got no footage uh, obviously because it hasn't even been in pre-production but it is uh scheduled for a July 8th 2022 release now we're not even done yet let me refresh real quick 2021 Black Panther or sorry 2021 Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Spider-Man. That's right. Before New Year's Eve. This year, and we're, we just hit May, four Marvel movies, plus Loki, plus What If, and possibly plus Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be a busy 2021. Now, we're into 2022. What do we got? Doctor Strange 2, Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther. We're in July, and we already have three movies. Are we going for the quartet of movies in 2022? Your answer, yes. And we get our next big surprise in this this trailer from Marvel Today coming November 11th, 2022. What was first, what was originally known as Captain Marvel 2? Not anymore. It's simply called The Marvels. That's right. We're going to have not one, not two, but possibly three Captain Marvels or three Marvels in this Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. It is starring Brie Larson, Tayona Paris, and Iman Vellani. Now, Iman Vellani, if you don't know who she is, it's Kamala Khan, Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken. 
a uh, an American Pakistani, um, uh, Canadian. Like, I'm sorry, Canadian Pakistani. Um, essentially, the same as is her counterpart. I know that uh, Kamala in the comic is, is American from New Jersey of Pakistani descent. Um, but uh, obviously, yeah, with uh, with Toyona Paris coming back, that is, um, of course, uh, Monica Rambeau in the comic books. In the comic books, she attains the title of Captain Marvel prior to um, to to uh, Carol Danvers by I think by one or two um, reigns, I guess you'd say. Uh, but it is expected that Monica Rambeau is not going to take on the title of Captain Marvel; that she will take on the character uh, the title of either Photon or yeah. Spectrum. Um, Which, I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna be Photon and just yeah. kind of. Either one, is, yeah. Either one is fine for her, and I, it's. I was hoping for more of her mother. Uh, I forgot the actress's name, but I was hoping more for her. Yeah, so was I, because she was freaking amazing in Captain Marvel. Let's be freaking honest about it. She was awesome in Captain Marvel. But granted, of course, we have Monica Rambeau's daughter. We have Monica Rambeau now, and so I'm cool. With it. It's it's fine. It's I'm cool. Whatever she uh, she is going to play, I just want to see. You know, okay, so we have the initial core team, right? Marvels right now. Who else, you know, how is that going to expand out more? Are we going to see more of, of Captain Marvel's team in space? Are we going to see more of that? Are we going to see more of Sword? Are we going to see more? How how are we going to deviate and have, you know, have um, a good point. Mala in California? Uh, not California, in New York. How is that? How, are you, how is that going to deviate? It's, gonna, it's There's a lot to world build around just this one movie. Because yeah, agreed. In. So I just thought about this. Mm. So you have Kamala Khan, who's based in New Jersey. Mm. No, no, um, New York, New York. New York? Well, she's... Uh, well, oh, New Jersey, no, New she's Jer- Jersey City. She said that she was Jersey City. Because uh, she... Well, okay, that's right. Because I when, when she was with Champions and when she was with um, some other... When she was with... Um, she moves uh, into New York, but her family's in Jersey City, I think. Yeah, yeah. Her, yeah, because but, when she was with uh, the Inhumans, the, hum- the Inhumans, I think, are really in new york and yeah so you're right you're right from. and and then see i caught up with her her in her champions run and and actually in her all new all different avengers run mm-hmm. back in 2016 mm-hmm. um and she, but she doesn't visit her family as much in the all new all different i think she did when she gets kicked out of the avengers um she goes back and moves in with her family but we don't pick up that storyline until uh i think champions number one but yeah. i thought just thought about this jr Go with me on this one. Who is one of Kamala Khan's best friends in the comic book right now? Right now? Are you talking about Amadeus? No. We're talking about freaking Spider-Man. We're talking about Miles Morales, one, oh, of, the members yeah. of, the, one of the founding members of Champions. Right. And one of the, one of the if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. No, he was in the Avengers, the all new, all different Avengers with Kamala when they're kicked out, if I'm not mistaken, because it was post Secret War um, that uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was him and Nova, I mean, her and Nova, but nonetheless. Uh, I know that it's supposed to be Viv. No, no, not Viv. Viv came out. Came, oh, came God, out. that would be great. Oh, I want them to do Viv. I know it if won't they, happen for a while, but. If they do Viv, that'd be crazy, but like, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be. You would have had to do. You would have had to have done Viv in Wandavision, but the, the, them doing the twins was was a better idea. Yeah. Um, but uh, nonetheless, anyway, let's go back to the Marvels. Obviously, the title sequence has the the 
the S like we saw in Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, in, in the Miss Marvel, the, the S in Mist, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of her, it looks like her sash that she wears. Um, again, we'll, I'll try to post the, 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 the costume, the leak photo on our Instagram page at PS Comics. I love you on Instagram. Um, but again, that costume looks fantastic. And it does. Uh, again, we don't know where Miss Marvel takes place in the timeline. We don't know how they're going to handle her origin story. Are they going to just, are they going to acknowledge that she's an inhuman? What's going to go happen? What's going to go on? I, I think that they should. I think they should just nip it in the butt in, in, in the Marvel show, the yeah. the, uh, the Disney Plus show, and and say that she's an inhuman. Are they going to show her going through Terra Genesis? Um, who That's knows? A There's a lot of questions that need to be asked. That because of just the amount of world building. It's also interesting too, if I remember correctly. I think uh, Marvels, right? The Marvels yeah. is like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the second movie of a of a franchise that has another origin story. What do you mean? Like that's the only one I can remember. Like, oh, because if you see this other series within within the Marvels, within the Marvel runs, right? Captain America had Bucky and had Bucky and and um wait no no. No, that you know, that wasn't that wasn't even his origin story for for uh for for um I forgot his name for for Falcon too. No, Bucky was in it and Steve was in it the first ones, right? That's technically their origin story. Uh, we didn't have, we didn't necessarily have an origin story, not really, really, with the uh, with the uh, Falcon and two. With Sam, no, we didn't. No, with Sam, not really. Uh, and when we go back to even <laughs> Iron Man series, no, that's for the first one was just the origin story for me. Uh, the the Marvels, right? It's technically Captain Marvel two, right? And yes. we have Captain Mar- We have we have Brie Larson. Uh, we have Captain Marvel, Cara Danvers, origin story in the first one. And now we have a second origin story in her second movie with possibly with Miss Marvel or with a uh, with a uh, with Kamala Khan now. Well, no, I mean it's 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 it's, a, it's it's been announced that 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 Kamala Khan will appear as as Miss Marvel. Does she play the protege? You know, how do they meet? Yeah. But I also have to take into consideration, and I have to rewatch it because I'm one of those guys. Yeah, and also I have to say too, is it before or after her series? I believe it will be after her series because this is coming okay. out in November of 2022. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that most like you know what it could be. Now I look at it, it could be right after her series because yeah. the the way production is lining up, Miss Marvel is in production right now. Yeah, but they have so much content that's coming out on Disney plus right. that um, what's to say, you know, where things are. We do know this much um, that Hawkeye most likely is going to see a fall release for mm-hmm. Disney plus. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be, it's going to be tight. If it doesn't happen at the end of the summer, because we do know this much from here on out, uh, we're going to see the, the Marvel Disney Plus shows done in the format of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that is six one-hour shows. Um, Loki comes out in June. Right mm-hmm. after Loki, we get season one of What If. We do not get the full 20 episodes like uh, Disney had planned. Um, we're going to get, I think, like they said, we're probably going to get about between six and eight. So we may, I, I, I don't know. Uh, we may get 10. Actually, we, I tell you that, we're supposed to get, I tell you what, we're going to get 10, uh, I think, this summer. Um, which could take us to the end if they do they do the release once a week on a Friday, we would see this run through summer if they do what if that way, which means don't have a lot of time in the fall to get 
miss uh, to get Hawkeye out because think about it. They have two star Wars shows that have to get out in the, the late fall and Christmas time. They have to get out Mandalorian season three and they have to get out the book of Boba Fett. All are supposed to be out yeah. by Disney of next by December of next year. So that's right. And remember, the Disney Plus formula is they do not like to overlap the major tentpole shows. So if you start piecing things together, maybe they move Hawkeye to early 2022. Uh, what else is in production? Miss Marvel's in production. Uh, she Hulk is in production. Right. Um, well, another one too was was announced. I got to imagine Moon Knight is going to be in the production here pretty soon. Yes, right. Riri as well, Ironheart. Riri is in pre-production. They just... Right. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, but uh, I, I got to imagine, Jerry, I think you're right. I think we're going to see Miss Marvel right into yeah. uh, into it, yeah. the Marvels. If, if that's the case, then, yeah, that answers my question. That like, okay, well, she'll have her origin story there because... I, because you know, her uh, origin story, I think, is going to happen in the, in the Disney Plus show. Yeah. As I was thinking, because like I was because they still haven't fully announced with this, with this on the with just this new information, like when you know Miss Marvel is coming out per se, or even though the other yeah. ones too, like yeah, we COVID really screwed things up. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's interesting. It sucks, but it's cool at the same time. Like we have civil linings. Like cool. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known if some of these shows were would have been successful because of covid right i don't yeah. i don't know if uh if uh if uh, let's say alternate reality covid didn't happen would disney plus be as big as today you know because even when it even when it wasn't covid it when it when it came out it was kind of it was still okay you know it had some stuff in there you've told me before that you know it it, need, it was definitely needed of more uh needed more content a and, lot of the streaming services really struggled and then i think that mm-hmm. they flourished in the in the um yeah, in, COVID in, the, in the in the covid verse um i think that um one of the um sort of looking for um you know they they still to this day say that hbo max has been a failure um of a streaming service and i i really i, I disagree i mean they've got a a, a fantastic yeah they've solid they're, they're, catalog they're solid. of movies yeah even hmm. outside you just people want that they, they're so surface driven yeah you got to dig deep people i mean uh, sidebar real quick i listened to a podcast uh last week of doug ellis who is the co-creator and showrunner for the show entourage on hbo which by the way i love it it's funny um could that show the way it was made be made today absolutely friggin' not it could not be made it's it's so funny that that show was made just about 15 years ago um but uh and doug ellis even said that it's questionable whether or not that show could be made um yeah. but he bitched about the fact that hbo max because it's a little edgy and there's some language and some things that they talk about especially in the early seasons that were filmed in the in the in the early 2000s late 90s like the sopranos actually it was right around the, the, the tail end of the sopranos that uh because of the quote edginess to the show early on that hbo max purposely buried it and yeah. he said that he found the show buried in a cat in a category on hbo max that it doesn't belong in it was it's, it's a comedy it belongs in comedy and he said he was found in like 
Westerns. It was like, what? And I guess HBO was like, oh no, do you know what? We hit the wrong button when we loaded it on the, and it's like, mm-hmm. no, they were purposely trying to bury the, bury the show. And I think that's the problem that HBO Max is having just a sidebar here on, on, on the streaming services is I think that they are um, in some cases a victim of their own, uh, of their own doing uh, and their own marketing, like HBO, none of these streaming, I was one of those guys, you and I were, you and I both were these guys a year and a half ago, like, oh yeah. God, another streaming service. Yeah. Like, Easy. why can't they all just get along? But if you, that aside, you take Peacock, you take Paramount Plus, HBO Max, Disney Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu. Um, yeah, all the other ones, all the other ones, yeah. All the other ones, even, you know what, even ESPN Plus, which has put out some great original content, and Apple TV Plus. You know, I, I tallied it up. Um, I'm spending about $90 a month in streaming services. Now I have some deals in place that I don't necessarily, but I mean, down, uh, averaged out, that's about how much I'm paying per month. Still, still $100 a month less than I would be paying, probably even more, almost $200 less than I would be paying for cable, by the way. yeah. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, would it be great to have them all under one umbrella of Netflix like we did 10 years ago? Yeah, but I actually... I think that now that I think about it and yeah, okay, it's a little extra money. You got to pay this, but they've been relatively good about the pricing. I know that Disney yeah. plus went up HBO max is, starts off at 15 Peacock starts off at about six or seven, um, which by the way, Peacock premium to the one year plan. If you're a sports fan, totally yeah. worth yeah. it. You get the English mm-hmm. premier league soccer um, and, and some other things. I think you're going to, I think they're going to get, um, yeah, go tangent, tangent. So, yeah. anyways, real quick, um, looking back at, I think that these these different platforms, like Jr. said, like with Invincible on Amazon Prime, you've allowed cream to rise to the top, stuff that wouldn't get noticed, yeah. not that stuff that would get buried on Netflix, um, stuff that would get buried on Hulu. Um, I think you've now allowed it. On Amazon yeah. Prime and Disney Plus. So, anyways, um, yeah, yeah, just going, yeah, just going back to the point going back that, to the Marvels, <laughs> the Marvel thing. Yeah, just going back to the original point, Marvel. Like, yeah, it wouldn't, yeah, because of Corona, because of Corona virus, right? The one that's the lining is that, yeah, we see the rise of now people just wanting to stay home and watch movies, and it, it's a good and a bad. It's definitely a double edged sword in that sense. We talked about it before, and so I, I feel like, yeah, a lot of these movies now are coinciding specifically with marvel are coinciding with their other you know with their secondary you know screen stream only type of themes and that's that's fine that's a great way to just you know continual story right for us fans that's a great way to continue story like we said before and i feel if it wasn't for coronavirus or for covid or the shutdown happening we wouldn't have yeah we a lot of these services wouldn't be as big today we wouldn't have a huge market there is there is a, definitely a huge market for it now specifically absolutely and that like yeah it's a definitely a cheaper option than cable but <clears throat> with that said my guy and, uh, and movie, real quick yeah real quick i thought about this from a comic book standpoint yeah okay we have we collect comics. Okay. Um, we collect comic series. We collect, for example, just use for example, uh, even though they, we haven't seen them yet in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I'll okay. use because it's an easy explanation. We have a run like the Uncanny X-Men. 
been around mm-hmm. since the 1960s, you know, over, I mean, hundreds of issues, legacy issues long, I think we're in like the, the six or seven hundreds, but along the line of these comic book series, you have events, you have tent pole events, you yeah. have a day of future days of future past, you have a dark Phoenix saga, you have uh, whatever you have. Uh, yeah. they, 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 and so, so looking back at it and Marvel, Marvel may want to think about doing this is your TV, do more TV shows. Let the characters breathe a little bit more. Let them develop. Tell these storylines that doesn't need to be these big tent pole events. And then you can go into and you can do an Iron Man, just for example. Say you do an Iron Man series and then you go Iron Man 1, Demon in a Bottle, or you do Iron Man 2, The Rise of Aim, or something like that. And you do a storyline, a story. And who did this very well was Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield, and I think it's like season five or i think it was like season four or five they did that here's the whole series telling a an overarching story telling continuing the story of these characters but then they did ghost rider they did uh lmd and they did agents of, of hydra which were little mini storylines within the greater agents of yeah. shield so if you had agents of shield series one issues blah blah blah, blah that's what it is yeah so um and i think that's maybe that like you said to go to go along with yeah. the only other story. Yeah, the only other uh, franchise I see do that too was actually Star Trek, where yes, they exactly storyline on on show, uh, in the show, and then they would do the big temple movie, and so that's Definitely. the only possibly only that's probably a good um, a good model to go after specifically for Marvel with their over ex, you know their ever expanding universe, and <clears throat> with with the context of their ever expanding universe, man, and 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 how the fact that it continues to grow, we have another one, Ant Man the Wasp, Quantumania coming out yes this one i know my son is excited about ant-man is his favorite character from the marvel universe uh but um this is interesting because we're going to explore the quantum realm once again the possibility of time travel we do know that kane the conqueror uh the the time conqueror will be in this movie um we don't know yet for those of you who are looking deep into the rich history of Kang the Conqueror, um, yes, I think a version in one of the universes that Kang is the future son of Reed Richards. Yeah, it's some something like that. Yeah, and and some people are saying that oh my gosh, like that's that's the character. All they have said is that Kang the Conqueror is going to be in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Uh, it does not, it, that's all it says. And that is, uh, actually the name is not on your, uh, your rundown oh, yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, the, the, for the lack of, for again, just nip it in the bud, just rip the bandaid off is the character, the actor who is playing King the Conqueror is a black man. So people are instantly going, well, that just showed Marvel's hand that Reed Richards in the new fantastic four movie is going to be black. Not necessarily. Um, we don't know what version of Kang the Conqueror is going to be played. I, if I'm not, again, Jerry, this is where your expertise come in. I believe that there is a version of Kang the Conqueror in one of the storylines in the Marvel Universe, the comic book universe, that he is Reed Richards' son. I think so, yeah. It was, it was a weird um, one-off thing. He's a weird character. Yeah, he's a weird yeah, character. Yeah, the the we, uh, Jonathan Majors is the actor, of course, who's playing. I mean, That's it! And, uh, but... Yeah, that was just like well, a what if story. not a what if storyline, but like 
it dealt with the fact that one okay so this is gonna go into comic book territory one there, right is, ahead, my friend. there is there is a coalition of reed richards throughout the entirety of the unit throughout the entirety of the multiverse that come together and i guess they kind of just brainstorm right and they're trying to be the um the uh because they're the smart the technically the smartest individuals in that universe right Yes, Reed Richards is considered to be the, the, the brain of the brain of brains in the yeah. Marvel universe. Yeah, he he has seen has been spent said multiple times that he's seen many gods and but they and he doesn't call them gods. He's like, oh, they're just people with you know, they're just people with superpowers. Like he sees he saw Zeus and he saw all these other celestials. Like no, they're just aliens or beings that have superpowers. And so he is by definition the smartest individual. He's he's the smartest person in the in the the universe. And in every reality, he's that person still. And so there is a particular coalition of Reed Richards that come together. And I think one of them has uh, is a Ken Conqueror's father. I just don't remember which one it is necessarily. It's it's a one off type of thing. And people are going for that. And people are saying that our people are trying to be the woke people. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's something, you know, Reed Richards is going to be black. Like, not necessarily. It's it's we have to understand, again, which way is the director going to go for this? And again, Fantastic Four hasn't even been, you know, there isn't anything in pre-production yet that we know of. All we got is going to be at the end of this, at the end of this graphic and go through just that uh, for right now, the way that Marvel has been casting their, their actors and actresses. um, I would not be surprised. And one, uh, their casting is always going to be deliberate period. So like King of Conqueror being, uh, if if anyone sees Kang the Conqueror, right? Like he actually sees the character. He's a, he is wearing he wears a green suit and has a blue face. Period. So and, you you don't even see a, a quote race. It's just yeah, it, it just happens to be a a black yeah, guy who's playing him. And yeah. if he's the best, if Jonathan Majors is the best character, and I saw Boss Logic did a um, did a, a, a kind of a. Um, uh, fan art of Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror. I'm like, dude, it works. Uh, yeah, I've seen King it, in multiple Avengers books, fine. and it works. Yeah, it, it. You won't like it's. If anything, his physique fits him. That's the thing. Absolutely. Jonathan Majors. King's physique, kind of a big dude. It's yeah. Jonathan Majors' physique fits King the Conqueror. And I'm looking at that standpoint. Like, it's you won't see the dude's face, or you won't see his like his skin color. Not necessarily if they if they really. Dude, go that just look on oh my god he just looks like a bad mother that's what i'm saying dude like, that is a bad mother right there that that dude so will screw some people up he, swole, he, bro. he like, just he swole but he's got this there's a picture of him that's from people magazine yeah. um that's on his imdb page so if you go to imdb.com and look up jonathan majors his main photo he yeah, just looks like an, he looks like an athlete yeah, but he looks like it, he comes across kind of as this cocky little shit, and that's kind of what Kane the Conqueror is. Kane the Conqueror is a dick. He's it's a fun. he's a dick it's, character. It's no, it's uh, it's like it's gonna be good. Uh, yeah, um, people are, people are paying way too much attention on on Shut certain up. things. On on Sorry, things Siri they, was yelling at me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm about, we I'm about, we will have some problems, bro. I'm about to drive over there in my caffeine deprived ass, but yeah. No, but like I'm yeah, I'm two beers in, so I'm, yeah. People are people are just paying attention to the wrong things in this essence. We're like bingo. It's just that like if if he takes off his mask, cool, and he said and he shows he's black, cool. But you're also talking about a character uh, that is a that is the son of Reed Franklin in a different universe, out of literally you see a coalition of thousands of Reed Richards. 
like it's it, that's not the that's not the hill you that's not the hill you want to plant your flag on like it's bingo it's marvel right it's it's marvel it's it's the mcu you don't we have there there's been weirder things we got we got a thor who is into rock music who's definitely into metal music like when and not that, yeah, and not speaking and not speaking in his normal like a victorian voice for some weird reason that was in has right so like it's no it's a different type of thing. If he does come off, if he is, if he shows character, if he shows he, that he's black, it's going to be a reason for it. It's going to be a genuine reason, not because like, oh, that means Reed Franklin, that means uh, Frank, uh, that uh, Reed is going to be black. No, like, come on, dude. You're jumping too many hoops in this. You're jumping, you're thinking way too hard about this. So, but overall, he fits the freaking character. The dude looks like a freaking full-blown athlete. Yeah, absolutely. And he, and he has that, he, you know what he does? He has that, and again, I'm not trying to say compare and contrast because this color of his skin, but it's just the aura that comes along to him is just the swagger in this picture, and I hope it comes across because, like I said, Kane the Conqueror is kind of a dick. He's kind yeah. of an asshole character. He's brutal, um, and it, there, was a, there was a comic recently, and I think it was an Avengers book, and they're trying to track down King the Conqueror, and he is doing some devious shit. Yeah. And it almost took me out of the books. I'm like, God, he is such a dick, and I, I couldn't stand it. But um, he has that swagger, like Mahershala Ali does. Um, yeah. And uh, but I, I don't know. I, I think John, Jonathan Major is going to do a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, um, we'll point this out if I'm not mistaken. Um, I take that back. The lone exception of doing three movies as a director is the Russo brothers who did, um, actually they did four. I take that back. Yeah. Um, would be, um, they did Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. Captain America, civil, uh, Captain America, winter soldier, Captain America, civil war, Avengers, infinity war and Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So the Russos have done four movies. The one guy in the Marvel cinematic universe has, that who has done the most, the next most movies, to this point, to the mm. point of its release, mm. uh, will be Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed direct coming back to direct for the third consecutive time. Ant Man and the Wasp and Quantumania. We don't know yet if um, uh, if it will see a fourth movie, uh, but nonetheless, um, yeah, mm. we get to see that now. My buddy Jr. Yep left something off this note oh never mind there it is it's not it's just not in the bullet points or never mind i apologize it's right there uh -huh. um so yeah anyways real quick and man the wasp quantum Mania comes out february 17th 2023 that's right we're now into 2023 okay um it stars paul rudd eventually jolie lily rather michelle pfeiffer michael uh douglas catherine newton as stature possibly um mm -hmm. well he's playing she's playing cassie lang yeah. Um, and of course we know the aforementioned Jonathan Majors. Um, then we see, for the lack of a better term, the, 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 the second to the last movie previewed in this trailer. And that is coming out in May of 2023, we will see James Gunn direct his third consecutive um, full, full length feature guardians of the galaxy movie now technically we want to get technical uh shortly uh before shortly before ant-man the wasp shut up phone my alarm's going off at work 
Um, shortly after the uh, before the release of Ant Man and the Wasp in February of 2023, we will actually see in December of 2022 we will see Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, directed by directed and written by James Gunn. That yeah. will be going to Disney Plus, but it has also been announced earlier, uh, late last month, that Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, will not be a full-length feature film. So, sorry, James doesn't count. Uh, so, James Gunn will hit the big screen back as the director and writer of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We've got to see its title sequence. Whereas in, vo- uh, in, in Volume 2, we saw kind of the very 80s-esque kind of spray paint Volume 2 across the mm-hmm. Guardians logo. Um, we see uh, a very kind of 90s, early 2000s. The logo's on the bottom. It's got like this kind of vibe. It's kind of like a, 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 almost kind of like fire alarm kind of logo coming off. It's kind of, kind of cool. So we get the title sequence officially for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, it is hitting theaters in May of 2023. It stars Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Palm mm-hmm. uh, Clementif, Dave Batista, Bradley Cooper, and Vin Diesel, and possibly, possibly, we'll see Chris Hemsworth return as the the, the God of Thunder, Thor, and we could see that vo- that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three could be as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, will we see? Jr. You mentioned we could see a multitude of villains in this movie. We could see uh, Michael Korvac. We could see Adam Warlock. Yep. We could see God knows what else that James Gunn has up his sleeve. We do know that the holiday special on Disney Plus will will is being shot back to back with Guardians Three, and the stories from Guardians will affect Guardians Three. They will the events of the holiday special will go right into Volume Three. So um, it's not just a throwaway made for TV movie. Jr. The the holiday special is going to be something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just see how this Sorry, goes what out. No, no, just, we'll see how this goes out. Just um <clears throat> that <clears throat> for one thing, never they Marvel should never get ever, ever, ever get rid. They should like always keep one <clears throat> one's gun, James Gunn, and two, one Taika Waititi. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. They should always keep them. Of course, of course, them the um forgot I literally just forgot her name, the the new di- the director that that oh helped. from from Falcon Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. yeah her keep her um and just yeah always keep them let them continue to do movies under Marvel brand and whatever the hell they want to do one James Gunn has always been killing it and two I wonder where he goes from here like I've been saying and of course this is near the very end of this slate of a slate of movies where they're trying where we have the events of all the other ones combined <clears throat> and one. Is multiverse of madness going to affect this movie? It all again, of course, all movies, right? If that's the, oh, it's if that's the case, yeah. yeah. If that's the case, then like, is is this cast of characters going to be the exact same cast of characters that are going to appear in Love and Thunder? You know, in the same mentality type of role. And don't know. It'll be cool to see Groot again. It'll be cool to see to to see Rocket again. It'll be cool to see possibly new characters. And I'm hoping, hope to freaking whatever God is listening that we'll finally see who Adam Warlock is being played by. I'm hoping yeah. that I'm more likely even in the movie and we'll see how that goes because he was supposed to originally be a big piece to fight up against Thanos. But again, Marvel was different. Yeah. MC was different. Let's so. go do, let's real quick run down. Um, well, actually I'll tell you that we'll, we'll finish off the, the trailer that we saw that we've taken two hours to talk about a three minute trailer. 
which is to be expected when it comes to Marvel. Lots mm-hmm. of breakdown. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was not the last thing we saw yeah. on this, this lineup. We did not see any dates on this next movie, but we did see for the first official time, well, I'll say technically the second official time, but the first time in a major marketing campaign by Marvel Studios, mm-hmm. and that is the public debut that they are doing a Fantastic Four movie. Now, some people thought that it was the four represented the phase four, that these movies essentially are, it is all of phase four. No. Um, but no, four. that four represents the first family of the Marvel universe. That is the Fantastic Four coming to a theaters uh, near you. It is going to be uh, directed by the, um, from the uh, homecoming director of, of Spider-Man, It'll be, I think his name is John Watts. Mm-hmm. And again, one would have to assume based on the, 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 the dates, you have already two movies in, in 2023 and you're only into May. One would have to assume that Fantastic Four is either going to be a July or a November release for Marvel. Uh, maybe even push it all the way back to push it to Christmas. But um so yeah, that's how it ends. And again, a, a great trailer with the Marvel Cinematic Universe theme playing in the background. Um, my one takeaway real quick that was missing from this, this uh, lineup suspiciously was any mention of Blade. Now, it was said in the, the Hall H 2019 Comic-Con uh, panel that Blade is go- Mahershala Ali's Blade was going to be a part of Phase 4. Um, I do know that they have just kind of gone into quote pre-production or not pre-production uh, um kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for um okay. uh, it, yeah it is listed as pre-production but they're they're looking for their crew okay. uh so yeah anyway so black blade was not listed um fantastic four had their title sequence come up or title treatment but no date no no cast no nothing so that's the end of that three-minute trailer. It was fantastic. Like I said, starts off with, with and it ends with, I'll see you back at the movies kind of deal. So this was yeah. a three-minute trailer to convince us fans to go back to the movies. Again, it starts off with Stan Lee narrating the whole thing, kicks off with like a, a, rat, a review of all things great in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Then middle, the, the second act shows us... Um, what it, what it's like to go back to the, what it's like to go to the movies and and mm. feel that experience of course with the portal scene from Avengers Endgame and then it ends in the third act of this trailer with a full-fledged rundown of the next 3 years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe from Black Widow all the way to the Fantastic 4 so uh bravo to Kevin Feige and his production team um I, I thought it was fantastic what were your takeaways like what 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 moment made you geek out the most? Like what made you go, like, oh, no shit. Like what, what was your takeaway from this three minute little trailer, so to speak? I mean, the whole, the whole thing just really surprised me. It was really good. It was more so just like, <clears throat> on just, I was hoping to see more of Eternals. If I, if that made anything like, yeah. it was cool seeing Eternals. It was finally cool seeing them in, in costume, in form with the full, with nearly the full crew. And yeah, I just, I'm just, I'm impressed, and at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, wow, that is coming out so fast. Like, we're getting three, three to four movies really freaking fast, right? Near the end of the year, we're getting, we're getting, um, just one. I just want you, I just need to see what Spider-Man looks like, type of thing. Like, what does that, yeah. what does uh, 
what does that look like the for the third Spider-Man movie? And just more so, like, I think, yeah, I just think the internal surprised me the most. I think that was it. Just more so seeing how full of a film it looks, right? Even at this point, even when it's, you know, it's supposed to come out November 5th and and it looks it looks kind of done for me, especially oh, if like man. they're going that far of showing yeah. us certain pivotal points in the film. Like like they sh- you showed us full costume, that means there's been at least one fight, right? You showed us uh, other backstories, you seen us you shown us multiple locations. And so like it looks pretty done for me. Unless there's still more initial, you know, cast or initial like filming, it, the the film looks like all right, cool. You know, moving way into post production and was we'll get like some small things in there, but yeah, Eternals look good for me. Eternals look really good. Shang Chi, I mean, I I know that movie comes out first, and but I'm pretty sure that movie's been done for a minute. So uh, anything on you know anything else on top of that, just like basically just um just a cherry on top. So you can't wait for Shang Chi. Uh, Black Panther, yeah, I just. I'm more shocked that it's coming out. It's coming out this early. Yeah, I think more so than anything else. I thought it was gonna take a little bit longer. You know, I thought it was, I thought I was gonna probably look into either end of 2022 or beginning of 2023. But yeah, it's looking like no, nah, we got a slate that we need to hit type of thing. Exactly. So taking a look right now, looking at IMDb via Kevin Feige's uh, page, uh, starting with Black Widow, it is listed as completed. Loki, we're gonna I'm gonna count. TV shows in here as well. Loki is in post-production. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is in post-production. Eternals, post-production. Spider-Man Far From Home, post-production, which means when I say post-production, that means they're done with principal filming. So I I didn't know that they had wrapped on Spider-Man Far From Home, but it sounds like it has. So Spider-Man No Way Home is in post-production. What if the the animated series is in post-production? And so is Hawkeye. So Hawkeye, it sounds like, for the most part, might be done with principal photography for that series which got what makes me think if they get it in the can by summertime we're gonna see it in disney plus very very soon uh thor love and thunder has began filming we know that from the release of these set photos mm-hmm. um we did see a set photo recently of she hulk so we know that movie is filming moon Knight is in production it's filming right now that is scheduled for a uh supposedly it's going to hit a deadline of this year Supposedly, according to IMDb, um, I'll take that back. According to IMDb, Hawkeye, we're going to get this year. I take that back. She-Hulk and Moon Knight, we will get next year. Ant-Man and the Ant-Man and when the Wasp, Quantumania is filming, so it's only a matter of time, Jr. That we get to see set photos yep. that involve Jonathan Majors' uh, version of King and the Conqueror. Yeah. Uh, Armor Wars also in production. It's filming right now. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever is in pre-production. The Marvels is in pre-production. Um, now, it does not have listed here. Oh, I take that back. It does. Miss Marvel is in production. Now, it is actually, it says announced, but we know that Miss Marvel is actually in production. Yeah. It's showing on his IMD page of a release date of this year. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Iron Hearts in pre-production. We know that they just started casting uh, or started putting together the writing team and the directing team for Ironheart. No announcement yet, if I'm not mistaken, of Ironheart for Riri I, Williams. I, I will say if if a Tiona Paris was was like five years younger, that was, she would have been my Ironheart. She would have been my Riri. Um, so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy in pre-production. I Am Groot, the, new, the animated series for Disney Plus is in pre-production. The Fantastic Four is also technically in pre-production. Blades in pre-production. Miss Marvel is filming. Mm-hmm. 
according to IMDb, it says Untitled Marvel Cinematic Universe television show is in has been announced. I, I think imagine that's got to be Secret Wars. Um, and then, of course, announced just recently Echo with no release date or uh, or start for uh, principal uh, production. So that's kind of the rundown of all these shows that affect phase four. Um, do you think, JR, because they've kind of, they, they're, they're, they've gotten hot and cold on it, um, much like they did with, 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 with um, the Multiverse of Madness. They said from the get-go when the original director of, 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 of Doctor Strange 1 was going to come back and direct Doctor Strange 2. He said at Comic-Con that it was going to be a, it was going to be a scary movie. It was going to be a horror yeah. film. Um, do you, do you think that, that maybe without, I mean, not that it's, it's going to be, it could, not that it would be a bad movie, but just simply from a marketing standpoint, do you think that maybe Feige, even though it says according to his, his IMDb page that Black, that uh, Blade is in pre-production but that can be anything do you think maybe he has a little bit of buyer's remorse that maybe he's not ready to handle what blade could be um where, where do you stand what do you think what do you think they're gonna do are they are they gonna do you think right now gun to head do you think they're gonna do blade yeah absolutely gonna do blade you don't need to do blade one uh because just the simple fact that if we're going by woke by woke culture narrative we need another. We need at this point another black actor helming the role of another of another like major role. Period. Yeah, they're gonna go with Mahershala. The- yeah, Mahershala Ali. One, you yeah, don't Academy Award winner. You, yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't bag out anything Mahershala Ali says. One, it's Mahershala freaking Ali. Exactly. You do whatever, You do whatever he need. He wants to put on. And so, Byron Morris. No, I don't think so. I think it's just more so in the terms of like just COVID happened. That's it. COVID happened. Uh, things have been pushed back when that that needed to be out last year. And it's just pushing every, it's just pushing all the plans back. Because, uh, I go back to, I harken back to the conversation that um, that Kevin Feige said about like when he first bought, when they first um, uh, took control of the IPs of X-Men and and um, Fantastic Four. And like how people were running rapid saying that, how running rapid and saying that, oh, we'll just, you know, just add them in now, right? Like after they can come join during Endgame or whatever, right? Yeah, you do that. Like, no, you can't do that because we've had plans for the last 10 years. We have plans for the next 10 years. And we can't just, we just can't, we can't flippantly just, you know, set things that we have now into the current slot because we just got, we'll just back everything up. Now, granted, you know, have, they announced Marshall Lee back in 2019 for Blade and that it's only been two years. Yeah. You know, it's only been two years. It's, they think they, uh, they they announce when did they announce Captain Marvel? Oh, as uh, Green Lantern, Cap- 2017, 2016? Yeah. So the movie came out in 2018. Yeah. 2019, right before Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Um they announced Brie Larson, I think. 2016? No, it was 2016 because it was the Comic Con I didn't get to go to. Yeah. Um so it's been yeah, and that and that was quick. That yeah. was a quick turnaround. Um, and, and, and so going going back to Marshall Lee, where he if he was announced to do Blade in 2019, you would think by that Virgo, all right, cool, 2022, right? But because of COVID, because of the COVID coronavirus, all that, everything had to be pushed back. So looking at 2023, 2024, it makes sense. Yeah, he'll be in it. It'll be fine. So 
Like one, the only the only bad thing about it is that Mahershala is going to get a little bit older. That's it. Right. That's oh, it. they made they 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 de-aged uh, uh, Nick Fury in um, not only Captain oh, Marvel but yeah. also in uh, Kong Skull Island, which I I forgot. Oh, about. Yeah, I showed the, the yeah the de-aging. I'm not worried about. It's more so the stunts, right? Yeah. Because the stunts I'm worried about because one, I think Mahershala is Mahershala like forty something now. Yeah, he's not. He's not. I mean. He's, he's not. He's not spring look, he looks good. He, he's not a spring chain, but he, but he also looks good for his age. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, one black don't crack, and that's that's no. a damn fact with Marshall Lee. But like, it's yeah. I don't want because I harken back to I, I don't want him to be put in. Well, he, granted, he's not going to put in like precarious positions where like he might injure himself. But like at the same time, you know, when you have you know Chris Hemsworth and you have uh, when you had Chris Evans and all these other people kind of doing their own stunts as well. Mahershala Ali, I don't want him doing that stuff. So the only thing that's bad is that yeah, he's a little bit, he's gonna get a little bit older. But yo, man, the man, man can act. He is definitely a hella. He's incredibly freaking talented. And yeah, just give him whatever he wants, man. I was thinking about this right now because you know I've been, I've been, I've been wanting with Blade coming out. One would, one would assume that you kind of have someone do a little cameo. Mm. Um, aka Wesley Snipes. Mm. Hear me out. Maybe Mahershala Ali's blade doesn't exist in the main Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. That maybe Mahershala Ali is going to make his debut as the blade as as the uh, vampire hunter, mm. the the daywalker, so to speak. Um. In the multiverse of madness, maybe Wanda opens up this this multiverse using the Darkhold, creates vampires, introduces vampires to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and brings forth maybe from a, like a, from a, from a different multiverse where there's vampires and they come into our Earth via the multiverse rift, and that's what brings Blade. And who knows that maybe part of that rift we also get to see an alternate version of Blade, and maybe we get to see. Um, Wesley Snipes version. Who knows? There's a lot of different different things that you can do with that character because he is dealing with the supernatural um, yeah. a little bit. So uh, I'm excited about that. But I, again, I was a little shocked that we didn't see Blade. But at the same time, I wasn't shocked. I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um, my my takeaways. I think Jr. I'm right there with Jr. When the Eternals flashed up, I was pretty stoked. But I think that from beginning to end, it's probably one of the best piece of marketing that Marvel's done. They continue to outdo themselves. Um, for those of you who are watching or wondering why he didn't talk about um, the mutants, I'm going to say this once again. I believe, I wholeheartedly believe that mutants live amongst us and that they are dealing much like what they did in the comic books back in the 1960s, that they are living quietly amongst us, that they don't want to deal with being outed. They see, they think about this. If mutants came out right now, mutants were at the forefront of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what's the first thing they're going to have to do? Just like in the comic books, mutant registration. You're going to have to, in the the MCU version, go right for the Sokovia Accords. We don't know if they still exist. It sounds like to me, after seeing Falcon the Winter Soldier and WandaVision, that the Sokovia Accords do sort of still exist. In, in canon that they uh, are still uh, holding to him, even though yeah even though superheroes saved the freaking universe by defeating thanos um that at least uh amongst the the major uh earth 
countries that the, that the Sokovia yeah. Accords exist. So um, I honestly think that mutants already live amongst us um, and that they're just doing just that, that they are just like the Eternals. They're just yeah. kind of quietly living amongst us. And because um, everyone's like, how are they going to address it? Or is, was the snap the, the mutation they needed? I said, no, I honestly think they've always been there and they're just going to show them show themselves when the time is right. And I hope that they do this for Miss Marvel's case and her origin story. They do the same thing with Inhumans. I hope that they do. I know that it's kind of got a bad taste in their mouth because of the TV show, but I hope that they. Yeah. I hope that they do her story right. I hope she goes through Terra Genesis. I hope she's referred to as Inhuman. I think it does her story justice by doing that. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, just. It's, uh, it's it's quite exciting next couple of years to see you guys with this the slate of movies coming around as well as just the amount of information that's being oh, constantly being given on a, at this point of freaking weekly basis. I'm I can see that full well saying that this is probably the third or fourth script that I rewrite in the past month. <laughs> Mm-hmm. well yeah yeah it's it's been and I, i'm looking at it and there's there's so much going on obviously dc is also killing it they've got a whole bunch of new stuff um with the um with the the, the arrowverse continuing to grow yeah. um uh what's it called um they recasted uh, um they recasted um kate bishop again um so instead of um ruby rose uh reprising her role it's gonna be a different actress now looks very so similar they, they, to them. yeah re- she looked similar yeah yeah um, but, that, uh, yeah, that was. I just noticed. I saw that one. I'm like, it was gonna be a Marvel type of thing. I was gonna hopefully put off to next week, but then it says we're in it. Uh, there was a yeah, they recast Ruby Rose's character, or they recasted um, Kate Bishop character. So, so there's that, man. So anyway, so we we've got uh, a lot going on. We will get to the best of April uh, next week. Um, I think it's safe to say for right now, Jr. I think we're not gonna do. A, a wrap-up show on Bad Batch, I think no. just because JR will single-handedly turn that into a four-hour marathon uh, because the dude is a nerd for animation. Mm. Um, and at the time of this recording, it is Monday night, creeping ever so closer to Tuesday morning. And we do know that those things drop at midnight. So JR, at the time of recording, it's 10.30. you got an hour and a half till Bad Batch episode one drops uh, yeah. on Disney+. Plus. So I hope yeah. you... Uh, you use your your nap time to uh, stay up, but uh, yeah. we'll we'll talk about it. Probably, Jared, I'm sure we'll mention it yeah. um, in next week's uh, show. Um, and uh, I think the next big breakdown we'll do is probably going to be for Loki and maybe for What If. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll take a little break. Um, so yeah, I might talk about Invincible. Honestly, the yeah. because the because that's that blowing up. Yeah, yeah. That's been going crazy. Yeah, the one thing I want to add it on too is that for for on the on the topic of um of uh before it's kind of harking back to um streaming websites, Invincible Invincible has is the number is the top is one of the top ten um out of all the platforms for like you know or for like new series coming in, and that's including um WandaVision and and Falcon Winter Soldier. Of course, those two I think were top five. But yeah, slowly creeping in this uh, Amazon Prime animation blood and gore uh, a comic coming in at number 10 with Stephen Wynn. So there you go. Well, I again, uh, we are living in the golden age. You know, talk, people talked about the late 90s and the early 2000s was the golden age of, of television I, and stuff like that. But I, we're not by no definition in the golden age of movies. But I think that when it comes to for us comic book fans, we are in definitely. 
yeah. the golden era of comic books, uh, comic book movies and pop culture uh, content between Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and, yeah. uh, and even, and like I said, even uh, uh, image and whatnot. So uh, it's great. It's, it's good to be, it's good to be the King right now. So um, guys, thank you so much for listening to our show and doing the full mm-hmm. wrap up, wrap up of this uh, big uh, trailer release, so to speak, that came out uh, this past week. Check it out. It's on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash PS Comics. I love you. You can also find it on Twitter at PS Comics. I love the letter U. Um, and of course, we will uh, post that Miss Marvel set photo mm-hmm. online for you to check out the costume design uh, for her. If I can find it, also we'll get the Kate Bishop, Echo, and Clint yeah. Martin costumes posted. Um, and of course, we will also post the link to the GoFundMe yeah. for uh, John Paul Leon. Uh, it'll be uh, posted at the time of uh, of of this episode dropping and mm-hmm. uh, going out and support his family. All right, guys, thank you so much. As always, my name is Kevin pillow. I'm at voice of reason 23. Send me a like on all social media platforms, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Um, he is also not JR comics 42 on Instagram. He is the dark King JR Kamakungan. I'm is... also now called this, the, the energy deprived one because my lack of caffeine. So there's that. <laughs> Uh, yes. And again, guys, do us all a favor, rack up the, the views on, uh, on, uh, on the using the link, of course, on our Facebook page for this video. And just, again, just the Stan Lee stuff alone will bring you chills and it, it's amazing. So, mm-hmm. all right, guys, have a great night. And of course, don't forget, if you're listening to us on audio, head over to the Facebook page or the, the YouTube page. The link is in the bottom of the description. Uh, on uh, on anchor and all the different podcast platforms if you're watching us on youtube thank you so much for viewing us for the last hour or so uh and uh whatnot uh if you get a chance don't forget head over to the audio format you can find us on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, amazon uh amazon prime music um anchor.fm spotify just to name a few and for those of you asking no we are not going to the apple or spotify subscription platforms at least not yet. Maybe we'll one of these days add some cool content uh, behind a paywall. But right now, it's all about giving back to the fans, and yeah. uh, we really enjoy it. Get any uh, comments? Hit us up. PS Comics, I love you at gmail.com or yep. drop them right below. Give us that five star rating wherever you are. Subscribe, like, and ring that bell for notifications on YouTube. And uh, I'm going to go to bed. So, guys, as always, be nice to your neighbor. Have fun out there. Live long and prosper. Um, Wakanda forever. But this week, as always, peace. May the force be with you. Oh, God. That's right. Peace. Also, uh, quick, just a quick announcement. Uh, Happy birthday to my nephew, JJ, out there uh, there in Washington. He is going to be, his birthday is going to be tomorrow, too. So happy birthday, little buddy. Yeah, yeah. Later. Whatever that little horn. We got to get. I got to get the Roadmaster, dude. I got to get the sound effects. Dude, yeah, I've stuff. been looking at it. I've been wanting to buy it, man, but it's just so expensive. So expensive. So All right, guys. Peace. Peace.